Good evening. That's right, once again, good evening and welcome to the Defender Football Pregame Show on KDCR 88.5 FM and KDCR885.com. And as usual, I'm your host, Christian Zylstra. Thank you once again for joining me on KDCR here today as we welcome you to our airwaves for the second game of the 2019 Dort football season. Our table setter for tonight, it's another showdown between Waldorf University and Dort University. Dort has beaten Waldorf each of the past two seasons, 59 to 14 in 2017, and then actually 61 to 40 in 2018. In both games, Dort scored a lot of points, but it might be a little more difficult tonight against a revamped Waldorf defense. We'll get into it a little bit deeper later on, but Will Finley is the new assistant head coach and defensive coordinator at Waldorf. He was hired this past spring to right the ship on that side of the ball and turn the Warrior defense into a weapon. And Finley served last season as the interim defensive coordinator for Benedictine, and all they did was lose a tight one in the national championship against Morningside. So not that you want to overreact to one game, but it is kind of our nature as humans and as fans. And Waldorf had a strong defensive showing in its opener against Briarcliff, 17-10, a winner for the Warriors. And they're going to get some reinforcements on defense heading into tonight. So we'll break that down a little more later on. But it is safe to say that the defense might actually be the stronger side of the ball in 2019 for the team out of Forest City. For your Dort University defenders, it really is about showing tenacity and toughness tonight. Each Dort coach I talked to this past week spoke about the need to be more physical, the need to increase that intensity, and really to bring it from the get-go. Kaiser brought that last week, and they jumped out to a 24-0 halftime lead. So there's no doubt Dort is looking to bounce back today. They're looking to get into the win column here for the first time in 2019. And it'd still be Dort's first ever win as a ranked team. Dort is still ranked number 24 in the nation, in part because the NAI Coaches Preseason Top 25 poll, which came out on August 5, doesn't get updated until the poll's next release on September 16th. So Dort actually will get to play three games as a ranked team. That means next week's matchup with Morningside will be a ranked one. Although at the same time, maybe that's a little bit of an extra target on your back. As Waldorf's head coach Josh Luttrell told me, I love playing ranked teams. He said Waldorf has nothing to lose going into this one, and so they will come out blazing. But before we dive into a brief recap of last week and look ahead to some of what we'll see tonight on the gridiron, or some of what we could see tonight on the gridiron, our weekly reminders for everyone, GPAC Commissioner Corey Westrup joining us on the Defender Football pregame show with the GPAC Football Report. Always an informative segment and kind of a comprehensive look around the GPAC, the Great Plains Athletic Conference. So we appreciate Corey Wester, the commissioner, for putting that together for football each week. We'll also have Luke Desitel, a senior defensive lineman, join us later on in the program as well. That for one of our newer segments, our Door Football Senior Interview. If you missed last week's interview with Levi Sconoven, you can go to kdcr885.com and find all of our Door Football Senior Interviews there. Just visit the KDCR podcast page or search Dorf Football Senior Interview in the search bar on the top of KDCR's website. And lastly, our halftime programming once again features the popular segment, Where Are They Now?, made possible by Farmers Mutual Insurance Association of Hull A. Grinnell, mutual member. This week features a former Dort athlete who also is a former Dort coach. Second week in a row that that statement is valid. And today's guest is also currently the head varsity volleyball coach at Unity Christian 
in Orange City. If that's not a big enough clue, joining us tonight on Where They Now will be Patty Timmermans. Patty was very gracious with her time. We talked about a lot of different topics, really ranging from her journey into getting into coaching, to coaching at door, to now watching her daughters play varsity volleyball for the school and the program she once attended and coached at, which is something that I'm pretty sure is quite rare across the spectrum. So don't forget to tune in to KDCR at halftime tonight, and don't forget to tune in at halftime of Dort Football Games every week to hear new episodes of Where Are They Now, made possible by Farmers Mutual Insurance Association of all a Grinnell Mutual member. And you know what? If you have to step away from the radio, step away from the computer, you can't listen to it at halftime, check it out on Monday, and check out last week's episode on our podcast page at kdcr885.com. We're excited. I'm excited to get you set for another night of Dort University football right here on KDCR. But before we venture into some of that discussion, I do think we should welcome in GPAC Commissioner Corey Westra. And here he is bringing us the GPAC Football Report. This is the GPAC Football Saturday Report for Saturday, September 7. Brought to you by the Great Plains Athletic Conference and Cypress Chris Management, the official championship partner of the Great Plains Athletic Conference. Welcome back to another Football Saturday in the conference. Let's begin with the scoreboard of games played last week around the conference. We'll go back to a week ago Thursday, and these final scores, Ottawa, Arizona defeated Doan 48-7, Valley City State over Jamestown 20-14. It was Dakota State in double overtime over Dakota Wesleyan 33-30, and Kaiser defeated Dort 34-21. Last Saturday, these games were played in the conference. Waldorf defeated Briar Cliff 17-10. It was Hastings over Panhandle State 40-22. Midland wins at Southwestern 48-17. And Morningside a winner over St. Francis of Illinois by the final score of 82-0. The Hoffman America Sports Week 1 Football Players of the Week are as follows. On offense, Joe Dolinchek, the quarterback from Morningside, Went over the 300-yard mark with five touchdown passes in Morningside's win against St. Francis of Illinois. Clayton Nordine, defensive back from Morningside, takes the Defensive Player of the Week honors as they had a defense that forced three turnovers in that game. Nordine notched an interception and also picked up a fumble that went 86 yards for a touchdown. And Jason Bockley, the kicker from Hastings, is the Special Teams Player of the Week for week number one. Five for five on his PATs, also had a big 45-yard field goal in the third quarter for the Broncos in that win against Panhandle State University. That's a look back at last week around the Great Plains Athletic Conference. Coming up after the break, we'll preview this week in GPAC football. The GPAC Football Saturday Report rolls on right after this. The Great Plains Athletic Conference is an affiliated conference of the NAIA, consisting of 12 private faith-based colleges and universities in Nebraska, Iowa, South, and North Dakota. Founded in 2000, the GPAC is proud of our academic and athletic excellence. Last year, the conference totaled 766 NAIA Dactronic Scholar-Athletes and 193 NAIA Scholar Teams. Since the league began in 2000, the GPAC has claimed 30-team NAIA National Championships. For more information about the GPAC, visit our website, gpacsports.com, or follow us on Twitter at GPAC Sports, the Great Plains Athletic Conference, academic and athletic excellence since 2000. There are six games on the GPAC football schedule for this September 7. 
including the conference opener for two teams in the league. And that is going to be in Seward, Nebraska. Concordia will host Doan in a 6 o'clock kickoff. That game will be played at Bulldog Stadium. Concordia has not played a game yet this year. Doan comes in at 0-1. Other matchups this week in GPAC football, they are all non-conference at 1 o'clock. Dakota State will travel to Briar Cliff at Memorial Field in Sioux City. One o'clock game on Saturday has Dakota Wesleyan home at Joe Quinto Field in Mitchell against visiting presentation. Valley City State will head to Orange City to take on the Northwestern Red Raiders at Devoloy Stadium, Corver Field. That's a one o'clock kick. Dickinson State will stay in state and go to Jamestown to take on the Jimmies in a two o'clock contest on Saturday afternoon. The final game of this Saturday is another night game, a 7 o'clock kick in Sioux Center with Dort playing host to Waldorf. No new NAIA ratings this week, so the ratings remain the same for the GPAC. Morningside is number one, Northwestern is 11, and Dort is ranked 24th. This has been your GPAC Football Saturday Report for September 7, brought to you by Cypress Risk Management. I'm Corey Westra for the Great Plains Athletic Conference. Thank you very much, Commissioner Westra. As always, a good look around the Great Plains Athletic Conference and some good context as, you know, some teams are actually getting ready to kick off their 2019 season while others like Dort are ready for game number two this fall. Speaking of game number two, Dort did play a game last week. Yes, that was a long time ago, nine days. Feels like it was even longer than that, but it was the season and the home opener last Thursday, August 29, right here in Sioux Center. So, We might as well recap kind of how things went down last Thursday at Open Space Park between the 24th-ranked defenders and the Kaiser University Seahawks. And if you haven't heard by now, Door did fall in its season opener on August 29 against the Kaiser University Seahawks, a fast, physical team from West Palm Beach, Florida. Kaiser led 24-0 at halftime, aided a little bit in part thanks to some big third-down conversions and then an early door fumble in the first quarter. Dork did get on the board early in the second half after a Kaiser fumble and some heavy lifting from Levi Sconoven, and that's where we get our Dort football call of the game from last Thursday. Second down and a couple. Reynolds turns, hands, gives to Sconoven. Sconoven following his offensive line into the end zone. Touchdown defenders on the six-yard carry by Levi Sconoven. It was that touchdown plus an ensuing two-point conversion that had Dort within two scores. And the defenders were able to make some adjustments in the second half. They ultimately outscored the Seahawks 21-10 in the second half. But the damage that Kaiser inflicted on the scoreboard through the first 30 minutes was indeed too much in the end. And your 24th-ranked defenders fell by the scoreline of 34-21. Kaiser's quarterback Eli Matthews threw for 256 yards, completed over 90% of his passes, 19 of 21 on the day, not to mention throwing for three touchdowns and gaining 73 yards rushing. And in total, Kaiser accounted for 500 yards of offense last Thursday. Nador ran for nearly five yards per carry and 281 total rushing yards, but the explosive plays were lacking and Dort threw for just 97 passing yards, And as we'll talk about a little bit later as well, Dort also came out with a few other noticeable things, some injuries. And by that, I mean today, no Noah Clayberg and no Levi Jungling for Dort. In regards to last week, I did ask Dort football head coach Joel Penner what he thought the biggest difference was between the two halves. Why was Dort outscored 24 to nothing in the first half, but they did the outscoring in the second half 21 to 10. And ultimately, 
He kind of thought it could be boiled down to the physicality Dort opened with versus the physicality that Dort closed with. I feel like we went into that game, I don't want to be overly barbaric in my description, but football has a bit of a street fight, you know, kind of a mentality, and I felt like I led us into that game with an over-preparation tactically and an under-preparation for the street fight aspect. You know, we, I think we had a chance to remedy that at halftime, and I think it, it made all the difference in the game. So it was a good learning experience. We were sharpened. We were made better by that. But uh, that's how I would describe it. So how will Dort respond? Will they bring that physicality today? We'll dive into that in just a little bit. But before we get to that, we have Luke Desitel joining us on the Defender Football pregame show for our Dort Football Senior Interview segment. I'm Christian Zylstra here with your Dort Football Senior Interview, and joining us for the segment here this week is starting Dort Football defensive end Luke Desitel. Luke Desitel is a senior from Sioux Falls, South Dakota, and Luke, why don't we dive in here? You came to Dort from Sioux Falls, South Dakota, Sioux Falls Christian grad. What stood out to you about Dort and the Dort Football program during the recruiting process that you know ultimately led to you committing to go to Dort? Yeah, so actually originally I was recruited by Gabe Elisario, the old defense coordinator, and he got me here on a visit, and throughout that process, obviously the coaching change, and I met with Coach Penner and Coach Mingo, they're the only two who were hired at the time, and took me out to eat, and basically they they told me about the, the vision that they had for the program, and, and where they wanted to go with it, and how they needed people to buy in, and, and they gave me the image of a locomotive, and, you know, you're either pushing, you're sitting, or you're pushing against. And really, if you're sitting on top of the locomotive, you're you're adding extra weight. And so really that vision, I wanted to push the lo- locomotive, and, and I ultimately committed. Actually, I was the first commit ever for Coach Penner. So oh, nice. Yeah. With this being your senior season, what made this fall camp feel different than maybe some of the previous ones? Well, it, it didn't suck as much because it was my last one, and, and it, it had a little bit of a a bittersweet feeling, a, a fact that, you know, it, it's fall camp, so it's obviously not fun all the time, but it was definitely a sense of, I'm going to miss this. This is going to be, I'm going to miss the guys. I'm going to miss the, the workouts. I'm going to miss the, the practices. And so even when it wasn't fun, I, I knew I was going to miss it in the long run. And, and it was just a different feel this year. How would you describe, I know some guys take different personalities on the field compared to to who they are, you know, in everyday life, you know, whether it's as a roommate or a student. How would you describe Luke Desitel, the football player versus the guy off the field? Yeah, so basically, I'm pretty much the same guy on the field and off the field. Uh, I'm pretty fun loving. Uh, Even on the field, I'm trying to joke with the other team. I'm not trying to get, I mean, I'm a pretty fun-loving guy, so I'll joke with offensive linemen. Sometimes they take it well, sometimes they don't, sometimes they get mad at me, but I think it's it, it's fun. I play a lot better when I'm, I'm having fun. So yeah, I, I just I just have fun with it, and you know, football doesn't last forever, so I might as well enjoy it while you have it. You talk about football not lasting forever. What's kind of been the vibe like around this team and and as we kick off and we head early on into the 2019 season, what's the feel that you have? I, I have a, a sense of I, I need to prep for the future of Dort football more than more than myself. You know, I, I, I've worked very hard to get where I'm at, but I need to take people under my wing for the future. And, and having this program get to that next level in the future uh, is very important. And well, and we're going to get to the next level now. But, 
these these younger guys need a little wisdom and, and, and just showing them, you know, this is how you do things and, and this is how Dort football is and how the standards that we hold, this is how it needs to be. And just showing them and taking them under my wing is very important to me. You're a senior, obviously. That's why we're talking to you here. But how important has the sport of football, this team, and this program been for you over the course of the past four years? Yeah, absolutely. I think this program, no matter who you are and, and how much you want to listen to Coach Penner, you will change for the better. And you will become, you will know more about being a Christian man than you did before. And it's been a big part of my life to learn from, from godly men, as the coaches are, and just surrounding yourself with amazing people like my teammates. And I've kind of recognized this as my senior year on how how thankful I am for the people around me and the coaches just for leading me in the right direction and being able to become a, a godly man and really know what that means. Thank you very much, Luke. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Luke Desitel, your starting defensive end for Dort Football. Thanks again to Luke Desitel for taking some time to sit down with me earlier this week. I myself am a graduate of Sioux Falls Christian. The football team wasn't as good when I was there. So it's good to see some of the guys who were a few classes below me, kind of see what they've been able to do and how they've grown and matured and transformed into young men. And Luke's a better football player than I ever was, so that doesn't hurt either. But I think there's something called a game coming up soon. So why don't we take a look at today's opponent, the Waldorf University Warriors. The Warriors traveled to Sioux Center from Forest City, Iowa, they're led for the third consecutive season by head coach Josh Luttrell. A former coordinator at Doan, Luttrell's well acquainted with Jordan and some of the other institutions across the GPAC. Waldorf's 1-0 this season, coming off a 17-10 victory over Briarcliff in the season and home opener last Saturday, and it was a slugfest. It was the near-identical definition of a hard-hat defensive football game. I mean, just look at the stats. Both teams accrued about 250 total yards. Both had turnover issues. For Waldorf, that was a bit of a slippery pigskin. But maybe that shouldn't be a surprise. I mean, Briarcliff was a strong defensive team last year. And while Waldorf certainly wasn't, thanks to some schematic and some personnel changes, they're expecting that to be the case this season. We knew the strength of our team this season was going to be our defense. And, uh, you know, all the, a lot of those guys are, you know, have been playing with us for three years that are, you know, playing defense now. So bringing in Coach Finley as a new defense coordinator, I mean, he brought in a lot of new life and brought a new scheme in and a few new players, you know. But uh, those kids are older and uh, they know what's expected of them. But, yeah, they, they played really well that first game. So let's start there. Let's start with the Waldorf University Warrior defense. And first, I want to go over some of the changes from the past couple of years. Waldorf has a new defensive coordinator, and his impact is being felt immediately. Waldorf is lining up in a base 3-4 defensive front. I mentioned him earlier, Will Finley. He joined the program as the new defensive coordinator and assistant head coach. And based on what he did last season, it's really not a surprise to see him moving up the ranks like that. I mean, just as the interim defensive coordinator last season at Benedictine, all he did was help guide the Ravens to the NAI National Championship game with Morningside. And yes, we know who ultimately won that game, but a seven-point loss in the National Championship is not something to ever be ashamed of. But it isn't just that there's a new coordinator on the defensive side of the ball. Waldorf actually added three defensive transfers from Briarcliff, and if you recall... That was a pretty good defense from Briarcliff last year, and they added arguably one of the best linebackers from the GPAC last season. You have linebacker Caleb Wilson, defensive back Reese Alvarado, and defensive lineman Logan Knutson. 
They didn't play last week. They did not play last week, and yet Waldorf had a strong defensive showing. But the word is, they are eligible, and they could be starting tonight just a week after the Warriors limited the Chargers to 10 points. And speaking of 10, there were 10 different Waldorf defenders who totaled three or more tackles in the win over Briarcliff. So breaking it down a little bit personnel-wise on the defensive line, Keon Hodges did the damage last week, but you can't forget about Nick Harrison. He's the six foot two, 330-pound nose tackle who will be tasked with clogging up runs up the middle. And again, don't be surprised if you see Logan Knutson making plays either. On to the linebackers. If Caleb Wilson is active, that's exactly where I'm looking. But ignore James Bell at your own peril. He had nine tackles and a sack last weekend. And lastly, in the secondary for the Waldorf defense, the Warriors intercepted three passes last weekend, one for Trevor Gunderson, who led the team in tackles against Briarcliff, and two for McCoy Yeekel. Plus, you have the whole addition of Reese Alvarado, so that means Dort's passing game, it's going to have to be intentional in its attack, especially with Clayberg out at quarterback and Jungling out at wide receiver. What about the Waldorf offense? Didn't they kind of struggle against Briarcliff? And yeah, they did. Sam Huntley, the most productive receiver in Waldorf history, broke his collarbone of that, according to Coach Luttrell, so he's out for the year. Hilton Bo Joseph is also banged up. Reports say he was dealing with something this summer, and now he could be a game-time decision for the Warriors. And then we're all still waiting on Jeff Jones. Jeff Jones' journey has been a long one. Originally a four-star recruit out of Washburn High School in the Minneapolis area, he was one of the best recruits ever out of Minnesota. And he initially signed with the Gophers, but he failed to qualify academically in his first season, and then he dealt with some migraines and positional changes after that. And so he only played in three games, and he had failed to accumulate any snaps. So he ended up transferring to Iowa Western Community College. And then according to the Star Tribune, Jones was charged with felony drug possession after being pulled over in May 2016. But through all that, on his Twitter, he talks about the motto, push, pray until something happens, And by all accounts, Jones is committed, and Waldorf is working hard to get him eligible for tonight's game. So all of that really goes to say there are a lot of question marks when it comes to what you'll see from Waldorf on offense today. But they've got some talent at the skill positions. At quarterback, the typical starter, the holder of many Waldorf quarterback records, is Hilton Bo Joseph. But according to Coach Luttrell, he's dealing with something will be a game-time decision Joseph, a dual-threat quarterback listed at 5'10", 170. If he can't go, it could very well be senior Edward Dominguez taking the reins. He's definitely a different overall body type, 5'10", to 6'3", and 215 pounds. He's played a little in the past, and he can't run the ball in spots, but he isn't quite the same dynamic dual-threat out of the backfield as Joseph. Otherwise, you know, he would start ahead of Joseph. My gut tells me Joseph is good to go, but if not... It looks like Dominguez would be the next quarterback in line. At running back, whether or not Jeff Jones is eligible, you'll see Larry Whitfield. He's a transfer from Lindenwood Belleville, ran for over 100 yards last Saturday against Briarcliff. And with Sam Huntley gone for the season, Coach Luttrell told me Ryan Martinez is Waldorf's best receiver, and freshman receiver Seth Oaks also figures to be heavily in the mix. So what are Waldorf's keys to the game? Let's hear it from the head coach himself, Josh Luttrell. Oh, we can't make mistakes. You know, we can't turn the ball over. Uh, we got to play great special teams. You know, we got to play great defense, and we got to take care of the football on offense. If we do that, I feel that we'll have a, a chance to be in the game, you know, in the end. But, again, you know, I mean, somebody's going to have to step up and make plays. 
but I think up front, you know, the the battle up front. If we if we if we can block up front, we'll have a chance. If not, then it'll be a long day for the Warriors. Switching over to your Dort University defenders, Dort will miss Noah Clayberg and Levi Chungling. They're two dynamic playmakers that defenses just have to game plan for and around. So you won't just shrug off missing those two, but the coaching staff does feel it's in a good place to try and replace some of that production that those two guys accumulate over the course of a football game. So, starting with the Dort offense, talking about some keys. Tyler Reynolds is the starting quarterback, and Caleb Moresh will be the backup today. Moresh has a strong arm. I know the coaching staff is high on what he can do as a freshman, but Tyler Reynolds is the guy who led the team on several scoring drives last Thursday, quarterbacking this Dort offense. And offensive coordinator Aaron Mingo seems pretty excited about what Reynolds can do for this team as a starter. Well, obviously, we're really, um, really high on Tyler. We were uh, heading into the game. He stayed all summer. He's a guy that has put in so much work since he stepped foot on uh, campus here, and as uh, he's proven that. Uh, he can handle everything we throw at him. He's a son of a coach who's a highly successful high school football player. He's an absolute warrior on the field. Our players rally around him. And, um, you know, when he was in there in the second half last week, we, the offense moved the ball and, and scored on its last three possessions. And, and uh, we scored 21 points with him at quarterback. And so we, we have all the belief in the world that we can go in and dominate a football game with Tyler um, at QB. In regards to replacing some of Jungling's production, you're looking at young guys like Rafael Carr, who actually had a catch last Thursday, Raymond Taronis, Ethan Thomas, and then a couple upperclassmen, Josh DeYoung and Levi Neeson. For the door defense, Coach Dutt made it pretty clear what the goal was. Get off the field. And I know it's a broken record, but I think we as a defense, we're like 20-something percent on third down, and they were three for three on fourth downs. I mean... That's not good. We have to be better at getting off the field. And we have found the way to do that. We have found the motivation. We have found the execution and the way we want to do that. But we can't be on the field for 9, 10, 11, 12, 13 play drive. Make the offense uncomfortable and on third down, get the ball down and get off the field. If we can do that, our goal is 67% success rate on what we call stop downs. They designated each week second down and, and distance. Um, where we feel like we can we can heat it up and then a third down conversion and a fourth down conversion if we can if we can have success sixty seven or percent or higher success on stop downs um, that'll lead to a lot of fun for us now those can also happen with takeaways three and outs those those type of things it's an overarching theme. The umbrella is get off the field and then there's steps underneath it. Good defenses get off the field. And I know Dort's hurt a little bit by losing Jordan Wyland and Brian O'Neill before the season started in the linebacking room, but recruiting brings depth, and there are opportunities for young guys to make plays and solidify some spots on this defense. And then for Dort on special teams, the key word now and always will be operations. Plus, some explosive plays don't hurt. So that's where we're at. That's where we're heading into tonight's game between the 1-0 Waldorf Warriors and the 24th-ranked 0-1 Door Defenders. You've been listening to the Defender Football Pregame Show on KDCR 88.5 FM. I'm your host, Christian Zylstra, and don't forget to stick around halftime today. Catch this week's edition of Where the Now with a former Door volleyball athlete and coach, Patty Timmervins. We're not far off from a kickoff here on a Saturday night under the lights at Open Space Park in Sioux Center, Iowa. So that's going to do it for me with that. Let's head out to Open Space Park and catch up with Mike Biker for tonight's kickoff. 
Thanks so much, Christian Zalstra, as we get set for non-conference football, week number two, Waldorf versus Dort. Dort trying to rebound from a loss to Kaiser last weekend, while the Waldorf Warriors coming off a win over the Briarcliff University Chargers last weekend. And Kyle Achterhoff takes a seat beside me and Kyle very quickly. Thursday of last week, hopefully a distant memory. Some remains of it, obviously, that uh, we're feeling the repercussions from yet this evening. But time to get into week number two. Uh, definitely. And um, this Dort coaching staff, for sure, and most of the players, this, this week couldn't come, this game couldn't come soon enough. Yeah, when you come off of a disappointing loss and not playing the way you wanted to uh, out of the gate, uh, you want to get back on the field as quickly as possible. So that Thursday night and then having to wait, what, nine days to to strap it back on was uh, that's a long wait. Waldorf won the coin toss. They've deferred their decision to the second half. Dort will receive. They'll move from left to right or north to south here at Open Space Park. And we are underway over the kickoff as the cannon echoes in the background. 20, 25, 30, 35, and brought down at the 35-yard line. The return by the defenders, Ethan Thomas. Good field position for the defenders to begin. And uh, let's see what Dort and starting quarterback Tyler Reynolds can do on the first possession. Looks like we do have a flag on the return. So disappointing. You always <laughs> have to it. bring me down, Kyle. I know, and I'm afraid that... Uh, Somebody got a block in the back or hold of came, that nature. Right, but it came from a strange spot, so uh, I don't know. Well, Randy Hagedorn will let us Holding, know. Return team number 30. Ten yards is by the you called it, and that's why we have you up here. You anticipate some of those things, even though you can be a killjoy at times with them. <laughs> I apologize for that. <laughs> this is going to end up, uh, well, it was at the 37 instead, and it came at the end of the play. So uh, best-case scenario for Dort on that hold penalty. Still not bad field position at their own 27-yard line. Yeah, and a bright spot, really, uh, last week. Last weekend was the return game. Um, in the special teams with punt return and kick return. So they had some things to build off of there. Ethan Thomas on that return. Dort with their first possession. Back to passes Reynolds. He's going to test it out early. Pass over the top intended for Thomas. And it is picked off in the at the 35-yard line and making the interception McCoy Yakel. And that is the third time he has picked off a pass so far this season. He hits the turf at the Waldorf 34 initially, and that is where Waldorf will take over first down and 10. No return as he tumbles to the turf on that interception. Yeah, pretty nice defensive play. In good position, both players kind of got their legs tangled up, but he was able to to keep his feet just good enough to, to get up to the ball. Open backfield for the Warriors. Double-checking to see who is in at quarterback. Looks like Dominguez, the backup on the two-deep, is going to take the first snap. Passed over the middle, complete, diving to the turf to make the play. On the completion is Seth Oaks, and that's a gain of six on the play, second down and four. Yeah, just a nice little hitch, easy pass play, uh, hitch route, just a nice easy five-yard throw. Um, got to sit on that guy as a linebacker. you got to find him and uh, play some better, better defense. Dominguez, 6'3", 210 pounds from Los Angeles. He is listed as a senior. He saw limited time last week. Handoff, nothing there for the Waldorf Warriors on the running play. Gang tackle by the defenders, led by Logan Fanning, the defensive tackle, making the stop. It's going to bring up third down and a long five. 
Third down and five for the def- for the Warriors at their own 39-yard line. That carry by the transfer, I believe, that's Jeff Jones from the University of Minnesota in the backfield. So the two deep a little bit different than uh, what we had anticipated seeing. We knew this was a possibility. Dabinga, swing pass, right side complete. And that is short of the first down by about a yard on the completion to Ryan Martinez. Good job of open field tackle by the defenders to limit that gain. And now decision time for Waldorf facing fourth down and one at their own 38. Looks like they might go for it. Yeah, it, uh, they were thinking about it. Now the punt re- team comes out on the field uh, pretty risky in your own territory. Very early risky in game, early in the game like this. Sure. Zach Morrill will be punting, 33.6 yards per punt average. I believe that's Nathan Cabongo back at about the uh, Dort 26-yard line, the Dort University 26-yard line. Morrell gets it. He'll get it away from the 30. Spiraling kick. Cabongo calls for the fair catch at his own 21-yard line. So the turnover, no harm, no foul. You basically lose about five yards on the exchange from Offense to defense, back to offense, and now let's see if Dort can get things going offensively. Yeah, and a nice start by uh, the Dort defense. Uh, you know, how many times we talked about it last week, those third down conversions, and this time, this series, first time in a third down situation, Dort defense wins, forces the punt. Defensive coordinator Lynn Nutt said we've got to get off the field. You heard it during the pregame show that Christian Zalster put together. That time Dort was able to get off the field and force a punt on fourth down and one. Reynolds in the pistol. Reynolds turns, hands it off to Sconehoven. Sconehoven with the carry and Sconehoven with about four yards on the play. It's going to be second down and six. And tonight might be the type of night if we they can control the line of scrimmage, we might see a steady diet of Charlie Young and uh, Levi Sconehoven. Yeah, I think uh, Dort wants to, to be more physical in this Waldorf defense, so they're going to go right after him. Fake the handoff to Young. Reynolds keeps it himself, spins away from one tackle, and then is brought down at the 28-yard line. It's going to be third down and four for the defenders at their own in their own territory. Waldorf in their white jerseys, purple numbers. They've got the purple helmets with the white numbers on the side as well. If my eyes were better, that would be beneficial to me. <laughs> Dort University in their black jerseys, and we have movement on the line of scrimmage. Right tackle points at the defensive end, and defensive end points at the right tackle, and we have Dort players clapping their hands. So let's see what the call is from Randy Hagedorn. The defense calls the offense to move by rule offside defense number 19. Carter Baldwin, the sophomore, make no doubt about, make no mistake about it. Uh, offensive lineman or coach to do that if the defenseman. Uh, forces him and comes across the line yeah. far enough. Yeah, and, and the key is that the defensive player does have to be in the neutral zone when uh, the offensive lineman pops up and reacts. Um, that was really close, and uh, obviously the D lineman was, so uh, Dort benefited. First down and 10 for the defenders. Schoenhoven, the carry, tripped up at the 40-yard line, brought down at the 43-yard line. Schoenhoven with a carry of nine on the play. It's second down and one. I tell you what, if they if uh, this that was a good sign for the Dort offense, if the Waldorf safeties have to make plays uh, on dive, uh, that's a good sign. Levi. Now this time they fake the handoff to Raphael Carr. Reynolds the carry, and Reynolds keeps the chains moving, picks up four yards on the play. It'll be first and ten for the Dort defenders. 
it's not always about the big play. It's about keeping the chains going and extend the drive. Exactly. And, uh, yeah, we saw the flip side of it last week when Kaiser was uh, keeping drives going on third down plays. First and 10 for the defenders at their own 47-yard line. Handoff to Schoenhoven. This time they bottle it up. No gain on the play for the senior from Hospers, Iowa. Tackle made by Caleb Wilson in on the stop. Also on the tackle, Keon Hodges. That'll bring up second down and 11. Second and 11 for the defenders at their own 46-yard line. Turning to the sideline is Reynolds. Reynolds wants to get the play. He's got 15 seconds on the play clock, so he's got time. Reynolds, lone setback. Schoenhoven, they hand it to Schoenhoven, or is that Charlie? We'll double-check that. Yep, that's Levi. Levi picks up three on the play, so he gets back the one he lost. He gets another two. It's going to be third down and eight for the defenders. Dort looks to the sideline. The offensive line, Carter Baldwin on the near side. He is your right tackle. Left tackle is Alex Heisman, sophomore from Pella. Reynolds, hard count. Nobody jumps. Now he looks to the sideline again. Your right guard is Justin Yerquitis. Mitchell Van Regenmorder scheduled to start at center. We'll get that left guard to you in just a moment. It should be William Vanderwoude. Reynolds fakes the handoff, keeps it himself. And he is tackled for a short gain on the play. And Reynolds on that mesh point. He gives it to Charlie Young. Young might be scoring, and uh, ifs and buts, obviously. But uh, you got to make a split-second decision, and that time Waldorf makes the tackle after a one-yard gain while Charlie Young breaks free. And the positives you take away, good good series, picks up a couple first downs, uh, win field position. Now uh, with the punt team, you got an opportunity to back Waldorf up here. James Jackson will be back to return for the Warriors. Punting, Jake Dodge for the defenders, kind of a do-it-all guy. Ball's down in the turf. He's going to get it away and somehow splits the defenders with that kick. And that could have gone so much worse as it takes a Dort bounce down to the 21-yard line. you got to be living right to get that one to go. A 31-yard punt that could have just as well been six points going the other way. Yeah, that, that was a close one. Um, bobbled the snap, was able to pick it up, but by the time he had the ball... Uh, Several rushers were right there ready to make a play, but they just didn't uh, play the ball. They played him up high. They tried to tackle he him. He could have tackled him. Yeah, they could have. Uh, they were kind of stuck in that, what do we do? Do we block this? Do we tackle him? And they didn't do either real well, and he was able to split them and get the ball downfield. Athletic enough to split the defense, also pick it up out of the turf and get it away and not panic. I guess that's what happens yeah. when you're a senior. Jake Dodge able to get away, 31-yard punt. That could have been much worse. Pass over the middle is intercepted. Taken away by Morozik. He's to the 30, to the 25, dodging his way to the sideline, and the Dort defense comes away with a turnover. Josh Morozik, the linebacker up the middle, making the play on the deflected pass, and the junior from Woodlands, Texas, brings it down to the Dort, uh, pardon me, to the Waldorf 22-yard line. Yeah, nice reaction to the ball. Bounced off of the receiver. It was in the air. The receiver still had an opportunity to catch it, uh, but instead we get the interception and a nice little return. Uh, Great starting field position for the the Dort offense. Morazic with the 
interception. Now we've got a new running back in the game. Looks like freshman Carter Skibout is going to line up at running back. Try to give Logan, uh, try to give Levi Sconehoven a bit of a breather here. Reynolds, back to pass. Throws over the middle, in, uh, incomplete, intended for Skibout. Had him, he had him open. Tough throw uh, up the seam, trying to hit that window between the safety and the linebackers. Uh, he's got to put that right uh, on a line. Uh, just underthrew it a little bit and weren't able to connect on that one. I'm guessing Carter's heart was about ready to come out of his chest as well as that uh, when that ball comes towards him. He's still in the game. Skonhoven comes in. We've got a flag on the play. Skibout the carry. Skibout picks up maybe five yards on the play. It'll be second down, beg your pardon, third down and four pending the penalty and the flag. I think we had a motion. I think the uh, receiver got a little bit of a head start on the play. It wasn't lined up on the line of scrimmage. That's the issue. Got to close the line. One of the things that it took me just a little bit to catch on to when I started covering football, but uh, that's why you see the receivers over on the sideline checking with the linesmen if they are on the line, and uh, that time Dort was not, had five players in the backfield. Uh, you have to have, you've got to have the line closed on both sides, so it brings up second down and long. Second and 15, Reynolds fakes the handoff. He's going to roll right. He has time. He's going to flush from the pocket up the sideline, ducks out of bounds, at about the 23-yard line, and for the sophomore from Yuba City, California, he ducks out of bounds and uh, lives to play another day. Uh, you got to pick your spots when you lower the head, and that time he got out of bounds when he got as much as he could. Right, and and, and the other good thing is he didn't try to f- try to force the ball downfield into tight coverage. Uh, take what you can get, uh, live for the next play. Third down and 12 for the defenders. Sconehoven left of the quarterback. Reynolds, Skibout is behind him. Fake the handoff. This time Reynolds rolls left. He's going to throw towards the end zone for Warner. Incomplete. No flags on the play. That ball lofted for Lucas Warner, the sophomore from Pella, unable to come down with it in traffic. That brings up fourth down and 12, and this will be a 40-yard field goal attempt if the defenders elect to do so. And it appears that they will bring... The kicking team onto the field. This is Brett Zachman. Zachman one for one on point after try last week. Did not attempt a field goal. He'll kick it out of the hold of Tyler Reynolds, and this will be a 41-yard field goal by the time we mark it down. Slight breeze. Looks like a crosswind out of the east, more or less. Snap is down. Kick is up by Zachman. Had the distance, but it was wide right. And the defender is unable to punch it in on offense after that turnover. So a failed 41-yard field goal attempt. And the Warriors will take over first and 10. Line of scrimmage. Their own 24-yard line. Yeah, and a little bit of a change there. Uh, Isn't Levi Jungling normally the holder? We have used him at that, but Tyler did most of it last year. Uh, Jungling would come in, and most times it was if uh, we wanted to get... A little cute with things if he <laughs> sure. would hold. If he would hold, but you're right, he has held. But uh, Reynolds also experienced on the hold. Yeah. Handoff to Jones. Jones, the ball carrier. Jones picks up a couple on the play. It's going to be second down and eight. Jeff Jones, six foot two ten, Minneapolis, Minnesota, his hometown. Previous school, University of Minnesota. Got to be doing something right athletically to get 
the big boys' attention, and uh, Jeff Jones transferring to Waldorf and uh, eligible this week. Also a couple other players on defense for Waldorf. Sounded like we're questionable. Also eligible this week. Swing it out to Jones out of the backfield. Pretty good job of tackling by the defenders. Wrapping him up initially was Elliot Van Kikerix, the freshman from Rock Valley, Iowa. Takes Jones low, grabs a leg, doesn't let go. It's going to be third down and two after the short gain on the play to the Waldorf 33. Yeah, nice open field tackle. Yeah, when you get a running back like that out in the open field, uh, you do anything you can to get him to the ground, and Elliott made a nice play in the open field. Don't go up high on a player running back that way. He's 210 pounds. And we've got a flag on the play. It's going to be a procedure against Waldorf. It's going to turn a third and two into a third and seven. So third and seven. Let's see what Waldorf has in the bag of tricks. Now, Waldorf offensively last week, they didn't set the world on fire either. Uh, they, they were able to score enough to beat Briarcliff, but uh, they struggled to put points on the board and gain yards as well. Yeah, and now with a, a second-string quarterback in the game, uh, yeah, changes uh, hurt offenses. Dominguez, the quarterback, claps, claps his hand, gets the snap. He's flushed from the pocket. He's going to scramble to the right, running out of room, lofts it towards the sideline. Incomplete, tough pass to make. He throws it incomplete. Nobody had a chance at it. It'll be fourth down and long. 6.41 left to play in a scoreless first quarter. Dort will get the ball back with a punt. Yeah, and talking to Coach Penner, uh, just with third quarterback, with the Waldorf quarterback situation, this guy is a little bit more of a sit-in-the-pocket type of thrower. Uh, probably not quite the threat at, uh, as a runner as their starter. Morrill will be punting again, and this time it is from the 27-yard line, about the same spot that Waldorf had to punt from the last time they had the football on offense. That didn't result in the interception. Dort brings 10 to the line. Cabongo creeping up to the 45. He's going to field a line drive. He's on his horse backwards and takes a Waldorf bounce, had a chance, and uh, it's going to cost Dort about 15 yards on the play as Nathan didn't look like he got a good read on it. He was in the, he was the right distance, just at Morrill able to angle it to the sideline. Yeah, that, that's, it's t- that's a tough position to play, that punt returner. Uh, people haven't ever done that before. Uh, don't uh, try to criticize a punt returner because if you haven't experienced it, uh, there's nothing like it. Dort with the football, and we have a quarterback change. As anticipated, we will see Caleb Marish. Marish, a freshman, 6'1", 190 pounds, from Murrieta, California. And they said, don't be surprised if you see him in regular play. Handoff straight up the middle. And the carry for Charlie Young. So Young, a little bit of explosiveness up the middle. Gained 38 yards last week. Picks up nine on that play. A little more speed than Schoenhoven. The lightning to the thunder, if you will. Schoenhoven will line up on the right shoulder of Reynolds. Young is behind him. Handoff to Young. Young, the ball carrier, picks up enough for a first down and follows straight up the middle. And I believe that's Mitchell Van Regen Mortar plowing the way for him along with Justin Yerquitas. And also for Dort on the offensive line. Well, that was Yerquitas. That was 58. So uh, good job yeah. pushing for the Dort offensive line. Yeah, definitely winning the line of scrimmage on that play. They wanted to play more physically this week. They picked up some of that in the second half last week. Marish plants, throws, flag on the play. 
pass incomplete intended for Ethan Thomas, and that's in the vicinity that we're probably going to have a hold. And we've got a Waldorf player shaken up on the play. That looks like Nick Harrison, 6'2", 330-pound tackle. He is shaken up on the play, and we've got a flag as well in the same vicinity. Yeah, it looked like uh, kind of the way the offensive and defensive linemen's unpiled there. We might have a, a high-low chop block on uh, the Dort offensive line. So Nick Harrison will get up and try to walk off of the field under his own power. Waldorf, players giving him a tap on the helmet, and we'll wait for the indication from Hagedorn, Randy Hagedorn, the referee, and if it is the penalty you anticipate, that'll be a 10-yarder, I believe. Chat block, offense, number 65 and number 67, a high block and a low block. 15 from the previous spot. Replay first down. Yep, 15. I remember that now. That is one of them that costs you 15. Mitchell Van Regan, Mortar, and William Vanderwoude. Left side of the uh, Dort offensive line, uh, center and the left guard, getting called for that high-low, and that changes things into a first and 25 for the defenders. Yeah, and that's one of those penalties that's, that's purely in place because of the safety of uh, athletes and the interior lines. So Marish facing first and 25. Bring the tight end from left to right. That's Lucas Warner. Handoff up the middle, and Charlie Young lost it. Fumble on the play, and it looks like Waldorf indicates they have it, and I don't doubt them, and they do. So a fumble. So a couple of plays that uh, did not go Dort's way. One penalty of significant uh, yardage, and then a fumble lost. And Waldorf will take over first and 10 in Dort territory at the 25-yard line. And now it's when the Dort defense has to uh, has to figure things out. Yeah, and they've, they're off to a great start here tonight playing solid defensive football. Uh, but when you got your back to the wall and uh, a sudden change in possession, this is a whole different type of situation. Dominguez is the quarterback. Edward Dominguez. New running back in, that's Larry Whitfield. He ran for 113 yards last week. Swing pass, left side, completed to Ryan Martinez. Martinez picks five up, uh, picks up five on the play. Brought down by Elliot Van Kickericks, running side to side to make that stop. And with 5.23 left to go in the first quarter, we're scoreless. Waldorf has it at the door, 26-yard line. So for second and four... Uh, it's, pardon me, second and six. Gain of a sh- long four on that play. Dominguez picks it up out of the turf, hands it off to Whitfield. Whitfield on the run. He's inside the 10 and brought down at the eight-yard line. Tackle made by the defenders. Colin Ostenink, Ostenink, a linebacker, making the stop, but more than enough for a first down, and now Waldorf first and goal at the eight. Yeah, just a little bit of misdirection in the backfield and a good cutback, and uh, he was in the open field. 4.43 and counting, Waldorf threatening. Now you have to uh, hope for, uh, hold him out for a field goal attempt or force a turnover, and Waldorf, this is an important possession for them. They scored 17 last week, so they, uh, they're going to talk things over inside the Dort 10 down at the 9-yard line. They're going to take a timeout, and we will too. You're listening to Dort University Football on KDCR 88.5. Back with more from Open Space Park right after this.
You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center, 88-5, 4.37 left to play. First quarter of play, Waldorf on offense in Dort territory. Dominguez in the pistol. He has Jones behind him. Dominguez picks it out of the turf, hands it to Jones. Jones breaks one tackle, another. He's brought down inside the five. David Kakmarinski with a tackle. And we have a flag thrown at the five-yard line. Is that going to be a hold or is that going to be a face mask? I didn't see anybody up high on the tackle, so I don't think it was a face mask, but we'll, we'll wait for the call here. Well, Jones made a couple of players miss before he was brought down, and it ends up being all for naught as the penalty is going to be marked off from the five-yard line back to the 15. It will be first and goal. First and goal from the 14, so the penalty at the four <clears throat> stepped off. Yeah, nice little break here for for the Dort defense. Now we got to take advantage of the, the change in the field position. You line Jones up at a wing now. Just off the left shoulder of the quarterback, Dominguez, is Whitfield. They send Whitfield in motion left to right. They're going to look towards the goal line, and it's passed into the end zone, and a touchdown completed to Jones. Jones able to sneak in out of the backfield into the left corner of the end zone. Quentin Murphy, the safety, tries to come over to make the play. And the pass is complete. 14-yard touchdown grab. Goes from Dominguez to Jones. And Waldorf is on the board, leading 6 to nothing with 4-11 left to play in the first quarter. Yeah, and they just ran that play off of an earlier action. With a, Earlier they had a wide receiver screen where uh, Jones was out as a lead blocker. This time he turned in, that into a wheel route and was open in the back of the end zone. Slater Gifford, the point after try. He made one out of two field goals last week. Made both field uh, two point, uh, pardon me, point after tries that he attempted. And he makes that one. And the Waldorf Warriors are on the board first. They lead 7-0. 4-11 left to play in the first quarter. This is Dort University football on KDCR 88-5. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center, 88-5. Dort takes it at the 20-yard line out to the 25 and brought down at the 33-yard line. The return by the defenders. We'll get that return man for you. It was one of the up men, uh, not the last line of defense, but uh, that was Lucas Warner, I believe, and I did not anticipate seeing him there, but that is Lucas Warner, number 26. Brings it out to the 32-yard line, 33-yard line, and that is where Dort will begin. First and 10 at their own 33, with 4.06 remaining here in the first quarter, trailing 7-0, and back in at quarterback for the defenders is Tyler Reynolds. Time to get back at it for the defenders. Reynolds rolling right, out of room, and he is brought down. Two players there for Waldorf. They corral him. They drag Reynolds down. And bringing him down is James Bell. Bell chasing him down from behind. And with 3.49 left to go in the first quarter, that's a loss on the play of six yards and brings up second and 16. Yeah, a little run pass option there, Mike. And, and Dort had a receiver open downfield that Reynolds did not have time to get the ball off. Dort with it. Jungle, uh, pardon me, they pitch it. Left side, that's Reynolds. Reynolds tries to pitch it to Carr. Carr. Two-yard loss on the play. It's going to be third down and 18. Third down and 18. Tackle made by Wilson. And the Warriors, right now, a little momentum behind them. Critical that Dort have something positive come out of this. Otherwise, you start digging yourself a hole. Yeah, and to, and to lose 
yardage on first down is always tough. Uh, that second long call is, is always a tough one, and, and now they're sitting in a third and extra long situation. Third down and 18. Reynolds will keep it. He's tripped up. Shoestring tackle. Short gain on the play. And that tackle made by Drew Buckholt. Buckholt making the stop. Gain of three maybe on the play. It's going to be fourth down and long, and Dort is forced to punt. Jake Dodge will be punting. Return man for Waldorf will be James Jackson. He's going to station himself at his own 35-yard line. So Jake Dodge, who had a 31-yarder, picked one out of the turf and somehow got it away. Let's see if uh, special teams can execute here. Dodge at the 15. Line of scrimmage is the 29, actually. This time, Dodge gets it away. A high spiraling kick. Fair catch called for at the 33-yard line. And that is where Waldorf will take over. First down and 10. That is a 37-yard, 38-yard punt for Dortz. Jake Dodge. So Waldorf takes over, leading 7-0. 2-11 left to play here in the first quarter. After a good start by the uh, defenders, last couple of possessions turned up dry. And now Waldorf, first and 10 at their own 35-yard line. First and 10 at their own 35. Dominguez, the quarterback, turns, hands, and not much there for Larry Whitfield. Good penetration that time by the Dort defense. One of the players there, Brayton Van Kickerick's in on the tackle. A couple other defenders also shooting the gap and making that stop for a loss of two. Yeah, nice penetration by the interior defensive line and uh, making, them, making the back go sideways instead of forward and nowhere to run. Second down and 12. Whitfield is in the backfield along with Dominguez. Second down and 12, line of scrimmage, the 33, back to pass Dominguez. Dominguez throws towards the sideline, passes nearly picked off on the sideline by Dort's Elliott Van Kickericks, linebacker, dropping back into coverage, very nearly comes down with it on the sideline, brings up third down and long. Yeah, and an excellent job in his, in his coverage, dropping to his spot and finding the receiver and uh, getting underneath the route, and I actually had a chance at, the interception, it would have been a tremendous catch, but at least uh, he broke up the play. Third down and 12. Clock stops. Jones is back in for Waldorf. Dominguez, the quarterback. 130 remaining first quarter. Snap is bobbled. He gets to it. Pass to the right, and the pass falls incomplete. And it'll be fourth down and 12. And the Waldorf Warriors will be forced to punt right now, Kyle. I like Dort's quarterback, Tyler Reynolds, came into the season as the backup. But right now, looks like both offenses, the backups, struggling to find a rhythm. Yeah, and, and right now, uh, with Dort's offense, probably don't have the explosive play. Um, so it's going to be really important to at least get positive yards on first down and get yourself in a second and medium and... Uh, yeah, win those possessions. Very nearly blocked by Charlie Young is the punt. Cabongo lets it drop near the DU logo between the 20 and 30-yard line on Dort's end of the field for this quarter. And Dort will take over first down and 10. One sixteen remaining, and they will take over at their own 28-yard line. So back in at quarterback for Dort is Tyler Reynolds. Both teams going with quarterbacks who did not start last week's games. 
Reynolds, though, saw significant action after Clayberg left with an injury. That's Noah Clayberg. Reynolds, a sophomore from Yuba City, California, takes the snap, turns, hands, gives to Sconehoven. He's off to the races. Go, Levi, go. 40, 30, 25, 20, and dragged down at the 18-yard line. And the defenders a gaping hole that time as the offensive line gashes the Waldorf defense for a big play. Yeah, nice job up front uh, with their blocking. Get a little angle uh, on the defensive lineman. Created a nice seam. Sconehoven hit it. 53-yard run by Sconehoven. Dort with a football. Reynolds hands it off to Sconey. Sconey up to the 15-yard line and plowing his way forward. Picks up four on the play. It's going to be second down and six. Yeah, and he's the type of runner. You get him going, get that momentum going. He's going to be tough to tackle from now on out. Running downhill, exceptionally difficult to bring down. Now you move Skibout to behind the quarterback. Movement along the line of scrimmage. And I believe that's going to go against the defense for Waldorf, and that's going to turn a second and six into a second and short for Dort if this is indeed against Waldorf. And Waldorf defense not putting up much of an argument. They've retreated the five yards already. Yeah, everybody up front for for Dort held their water, didn't move. Um, It's kind of unfortunate for Van Regenwater to have to take that hit with his head down, (laughs) but get the five yards for the offense. Second down and short, so second and less than a yard. Enviable spot here for the defenders. Let's see if they look to the end zone. Hubelhorst is off to the left along with Jake Dodge. A couple of big targets. Waldorf has some pretty good-sized safeties, though. Rolling left is Reynolds. Reynolds, the ball carrier, and Reynolds is wrapped up inside the 10 down near the 8-yard line. That's enough for a first down, and it'll be first and goal for the defenders with 22 seconds remaining in the quarter. Dort trailing 7 to nothing. First and 10, uh, pardon me, first and goal for the defenders. Now Hubel Horst off to the right. They're going to put the tight end actually over in a slot. That's Warner. Nine seconds left on the game clock. That's left to go in the first quarter. Reynolds barking signals. Three seconds remaining. I don't think they'll get it off. And the clock hits zeros. They don't stop it. Reynolds is going to keep it. He's to the five. Diving towards the end zone. Touchdown, Dort. And I'm glad they didn't stop the play. (laughs) As Tyler Reynolds dives to the end zone for a seven-yard touchdown run. And on the last play of the quarter, Dort backed over a point. Yeah, fortunate to get that off. I, I really thought, yeah, unplayed, uh, untimed down, obviously on a point after anyhow, but uh, this will be the end of the quarter. Looked like they were at zeros there, Mike, from the I, ball, before the ball was snapped. I was watching, but the referee had his back to the clock. The only person that could see it is the back judge, and he didn't call it. Snap is down, kick is up, and the kick is through the uprights, and the defenders tie it 7-7 seven to seven at the end of the first quarter. You're listening to Dort Football on KDCR 88.5. Back with the second quarter of play right after this. The great play. Defenders get on the board. Big play by Sconehoven on the carry. Tyler Reynolds brings it the rest of the way, and we're tied 7-7. Seven Waldorf set to receive a kickoff from the defenders for the first time here this evening. Kicking off for Dort 
is Brett Zachman. It's taken by Waldorf. That's Jones. Jones running east and west. He's at the 15 now. Turns it upfield to the 20 and brought down at the 25-yard line. And Kyle, as long as he runs sideline to sideline, I will take that because uh, that one play where he showed some shiftiness, uh, he's a dangerous back whenever he's got the football. Yeah, he is. He's, uh, he played in the Big Ten for a reason, right? He's got some abilities and um, yeah, if we get him going sideways on his returns, uh, that's exactly what uh, the Dort kick team wants to see. I always tell people those big schools don't just give away scholarships. You've got to show something. And uh, he has not broken a big one yet, but he is a threat. Dominguez hands it off. Not much there. and uh, We have a change at quarterback, I believe, Mike. Okay, and uh, that would be... Is that Hilton Joseph if he turns his back? Is that number four? It, it appears it is. Yep. So Hilton Joseph started last week. He won 13-25 of the year, one interception, one touchdown. Didn't play badly. and uh, But uh, you know that they were questionable this week with who was going to play, according to uh, Christian Zalstra, who takes care of our pregame show. And Hilton Joseph now here in the second quarter in to run the offense for Waldorf. Fake the handoff. Flares it out. Left side. Pass falls incomplete. That is intended for Trayvon Brinson. That'll bring up third down and eight. Yeah, I think the one aspect that Joseph brings to that quarterback position is is a little bit more mobility, the ability to to tuck the ball and run. So uh, the door defense is definitely aware of that. So it'll be third down and eight. The defenders. Clock stop, 14-18 left to go in the half. Three receivers to the right, one to the left. Player in the backfield with Joseph is Jones. Flush from the pocket, pass falls incomplete. And the Dort defense, other than that short field where they allowed that touchdown drive, they have been equal to the task so far here in the early going. Yeah, this is uh, a much better defensive effort than a week ago. Just doing little things better, making open field tackles uh, in coverage, dropping to the receivers and finding those guys. Uh, been in solid position so far tonight. Waldorf with the football, first down, uh, pardon me, they will be kicking, fourth down and eight. Cabongo, line drive, kick right at him at the 40. He's got a chance at a return, 45 and brought down at the 47-yard line. It'll be first and 10 for the defenders at their own 47 or 48. Tied 7-7 with 14.06 left to play in the half. Yeah, nice starting field position for the Dort offense. Let's uh, see if we can get another drive going. See if Tyler Reynolds is back in at quarterback. He is. Charlie Young running back. I believe that's Carter Skibot as well in at running back for the defenders, trying to give Schoenhoven a bit of a breather. He was pretty sore after that Kaiser game last week. Took him a few days to get going. Reynolds keeps it himself after faking the handoff, fakes the pitch, ducks his head, goes forward to the 40, helmet pops off, and we'll see Marish for at least one play. First down, carry for the defenders into the fort, uh, up to the Waldorf 41-yard line. Yeah, nice job of running the offense and, and making good, solid reads and knowing that he needed to tuck the ball and get upfield. 13-57 and counting. Marish in at quarterback. Handed off. Charlie Young. Young breaks a tackle. He's to the 30. 
and dragged down at the 25-yard line, making the touchdown-saving tackle is McCoy Iakel. Iakel had that interception early in the ballgame, makes that tackle, but not before a 13-yard gain on the play down to the 26-yard line. First and 10 for the defenders. At the Waldorf 26, Schoenhoven back in the game. We've got a flag on the play. Reynolds is going to roll right. He's to the 20, 15, 10, and inside the 10 down to the 8, but this in all likelihood is coming back as the flag came on the snap of the football. 13-25 left to play first half. We're tied 7-7. Or did the defense have too many guys on the field? I saw two come off and one on. So they're signaling have... to the, the sideline asking if they wanted to, to decline the penalty, and I would imagine Joel Penner doesn't have to think about that one too long after the big play by Reynolds down to near the 10-yard line. So it'll be first and goal. So Thomas is going to run on. Hubelhorst is out. The play stands on the carry by Reynolds down to just inside the 10. First and goal. Dodges to the left. They're going to shift him to the right. Play clock is at 15. Bunch formation for the defenders. Back to pass is Reynolds. Reynolds has a man open to the left. Instead, looks left, throws right, passes complete to Thomas. Thomas, second effort into the end zone. Touchdown, defenders. Well, I thought Reynolds had players to the left, and he looked the defense off and came back to the right, and Thomas was all by himself racing to the corner of the end zone. Yeah, just a little boot action, getting the, the Waldorf defense to flow uh, to Dort's left, and nice throwback against the grain, had a wide re uh, a receiver wide open, nice easy throw and catch for the touchdown. On to attempt the point after try for the defenders will be Brett Zachman. Zachman hit the point after earlier. He is four for four now. This season snap is down, kick is up, kick is good, and the defenders take a 14-7 lead just under two minutes into the second quarter. You're listening to Dort Football on KDCR 88.5. Back with more from Open Space Park right after this. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center 88.5. Zachman will be kicking off. And Zachman... Not the football that he wants for kicking. Side judge will race it over to Ryan Freeze. And now we'll exchange another one, and I think we're set now. So Zachman will be kicking off, and uh, Jones, I believe, is on the right side of the field as Dort faces him. We'll see if Zachman... Squib kick. Nope, Jones is on the left, I believe, as we face it. It's number two over on the near hash mark. Zachman. Checks left. Checks right. And a high end over end kick. And actually, that's going to be angled towards the sideline. And it's going to be good field position for Waldorf as they'll take over first down and 10 at their own 30-yard line after the kick goes out of bounds by Zachman. First okay. and 10, beg your pardon, at the 35. At the 35, yeah. You want to keep it out of Jones' hands on that on that, uh, on the kick kickoff, but uh, you also don't want to give him this kind of field position to start a drive. Make him earn it. Austin Hake in at 
defensive end on the near side. David Kaczmarinski, I believe. Well, David Kaczmarinski bookending him on the other side of the defensive line. Quarterback, still Hilton Joseph. Second series in a row that Joseph will work. Pistol set. Jones is to his right in the backfield. Handoff to Jones. Jones, room to run. He's to the 40, 45, dodges a tackler to midfield, 45-40, and tries to stop on a dime and slips and falls. Connor Bosma there to help him up. 34-yard line. Big gain by Jones that time. He picks up over 30, uh, 31 yards on the play. Shifty runner. Had plenty of room on the right side. It's the defense for Dort. Was over on the other side of the field, and it was playing catch up then. Jones in the backfield again. They hand it off to Jones. Jones cut back move up the middle. Upended after a four-yard gain on the play. Down to the Dort 30-yard line. Second down and six. 14-7, defenders leading, 12-22 remaining here in this first half. Defenders have scored on their last two possessions. Hilton Joseph, the quarterback. Jones is to his right. Four down linemen for the defenders. Send a man in motion right to left. That's Seth Oaks. They hand it off to Jones. Jones out of an arm tackle. Austin Hake slows him up. David Kakmarinski finishes him off. Down to the 25-yard line. Shy of the first down by about a yard. It's going to be third down and one. Well, Waldorf isn't uh, being too fancy here. They're putting the ball in their best football player's hands and seeing what he can do with it. And, uh, now he's getting a little break. Facing third and one, I would imagine. This is four down territory. Ball's on the ground. Dort looks like they got to it first, and they did. Well, Dort. Waldorf goes goes under center to for a quarterback sneak, and they're not used to playing under center, right? They, they're in shotgun all the time. They go under center for a quarterback sneak. He mishandles the snap, and ball's on the ground. Logan Fanning comes away with it. John Hefner, early in his years at Dort, it was brought up to him at some point. They said, why don't you ever go Why don't you go under center for a short yardage? He said, we never practice it. How, we are not going to do that. And that's a situation, I think, where that exactly plays into Waldorf mishandling that snap. Yeah, it's just it's a totally different exchange between the center and the quarterback. It's not something that you can just walk on the field and do. Uh, it's totally different. And you have a quarterback that probably hasn't taken a lot of snaps, period, all week with a little bit being a little bit dinged up and not starting the game. Fanning came away with the fumble recovery. One-yard pickup on the play for Dort on their first play from scrimmage. It's going to be second down and nine. Second and nine. Jung- I mean, we'll keep wanting to say jungling. That's <laughs> Reynolds. Wishful thinking. Levi out for a little bit at least. Reynolds pitches right. Skeeb out. 35-40. 45-50 and first out of bounds. The freshman for Orange City racing up the right sideline. Picks up 22 yards, I believe, on his first college carry. And Dort has it first down and 10 right at the midfield strike. Yeah, and the first time in the offense that we've been able to get the ball out to the pitch, and he had plenty of room to run. Reynolds turns, hands, gives it to Sconehoven, twisting, turning, picks up three on the play. It will be second down and seven. So second and seven, 10-20 left to play in the first half. 
Second and seven. Jake Dodge will come over to the left side along with Hubelhorst. Backfield right now for the defenders is Sconehoven and Skibout. Warner is your tight end. Mitchell Van Regen Mortar over center. Over the football at center, I should say. Reynolds rolling left after the fake handoff. Stops, plants. He's in trouble. Scrambling, racing to the sideline. Gets back to the line of scrimmage, and that's it. And Reynolds able to race. Maybe picked up a yard on the play, but uh, he was able to elude one tackler. Picked up some positive yardage, a lot more than I thought he would. Yeah, and puts puts Dort in a manageable third down, third and four. Uh, good situation for this offense. Reynolds, third and four. Picked up three on the play, actually. Need the 40-yard line for a first down. And a timeout on the field, charge to Dort. You're listening to Dort Football on KDCR 88.5. Let's check our scoreboard as we go to the timeout. And a scoreboard brought to you this season by Fairway. Meat and Grocery in Sioux Center, serving the community since 1991. It was Briar Cliff over Dakota State 13-10 earlier today. Dakota Wesleyan over presentation 44 to nothing. Northwestern a 47-7 winner over Valley City State this afternoon. And Dickinson State downed Jamestown 34 to nothing. Jamestown slips to 0-2 this season. Kicking off was Doan and Concordia at 6 o'clock. They're opening up the conference season. And the only other game in the con- involving GPAC schools, this one. Waldorf and Dort kicking off at a later than normal 7 o'clock. And currently Dort leads this one 14-7 in the second quarter. So Dort scored on two consecutive possessions. This is their third possession, and they're faced with third down and four at the Waldorf 44-yard line. Dort used their first timeout. Reynolds sends a man in motion. That's Thomas, handed off, and not much there for the ball carrier. And that's Schoenhoven on the carry. Maybe picked up one on the play. It's going to be fourth down and three. Fourth and three. Dort will lead the offense on the field. Fourth and three. Reynolds. Tight end set right and left for the defenders. 20 seconds on the play clock. Send Thomas in motion right to left. Waldorf. Doesn't flinch at the line, and with 10 seconds remaining, now Dort decision time, and you're going to have to use a timeout and in all likelihood send the punt team onto the field unless they're going to talk it over on offense and get a different play call. Yeah, they're going to, if they do punt, uh, it's going to be a late substitution here and try to keep Waldorf's return team on the sideline. That is the second timeout used by Dort here in the First half, they have one remaining. Defenders leading 14-7, facing a fourth down and three. The football resting at the Waldorf 43-yard line. Dort needs the 40 for a first down. So Waldorf in their huddle. Dort. See what Waldorf does here. If they they're gonna leave their defense obviously on the field. Right. Checking to see if and Jake Dodge is your punter, so uh He's on the field anyhow as wide receiver, and it looks like Dort will go for it. Fourth down and three. 25 seconds on the play clock. 
Do we try to draw them off sides again? Uh, good hard count. Probably get some movement from that Waldorf defensive front. Fourth down and three. 20 seconds on the play clock. Dort's going to go for it. Reynolds pitches it right. Skeeve out, races to the corner, gets the first down, and is forced out of bounds on the Waldorf sideline. At the 38-yard line, that's a five-yard gain on the play on the pitch by Reynolds. He made the right decision on that pitch play. Yeah, and Dort came out in the same alignment. They knew where uh, the Waldorf defense was going to line up. It had some leverage on the right side and was able to get it out to pitch to pick up the first down. Ethan Thomas checks out of the football game. Hubelhorst is back in. Hubelhorst is going to line up wide left along with Dodge. Handoff inside, Schoenhoven, and Schoenhoven wrestled down. Nothing there for Levi that time. It's going to be second down and 10. Second and 10 for the defenders, leading 14 to 7. 8 15 and counting, first half. Hubelhorst will now line up on the outside along with Jake Dodge, and I've got to think at some point Dort might test that. Hubelhorst, pretty good leaper. Going to line him up wide left. Reynolds. Fakes the handoff, has the pitch man, he's going to keep it himself, turns the corner, 30, airborne, and pushed down at the 25-yard line. He goes airborne and actually gains a couple of yards as uh, Keon Hodges pushes him forward in midair. He's down at the 25-yard line, and that's enough for a Dort first down. Yeah, he was able to get around the edge. Uh, At first I thought he should have pitched it, but he had the... Had the leverage on the defense and was able to get outside and get positive yards. Warner shifts from left to right at tight end. Fake the handoff, Reynolds. No, Reynolds gave it on the play. And was that Skeebout or was that Charlie Young? Looks like Skeebout on the carry. Gain of two. It's going to be second down and eight. Yeah, I think Reynolds was trying to pull it there. Uh, but you get good positive yards on first down. It's a win. Second and eight. Football inside the 25, down at the 23. Reynolds, the sophomore signal caller, barking signals, movement on the line. Dort does not move, though. Waldorf gets back onside. Ten seconds on the play clock. Now seven. Reynolds changing the play. Schoenhoven to the left of Reynolds. They fake the handoff. Reynolds keeps it himself and has gone to the well one too many times. Drew Drew Buckold on the tackle. Loss of three. It's going to be third and 11. Yeah, the Waldorf defense just beat a couple blocks up front there, and we're in good position to make a a play in the backfield. Ethan Thomas back into the game, third and 11 for the defenders. No man's land right now. You're at the 25. This would be, unless you pick up good yardage here, it's going to be a long field goal attempt. So maybe a play for 10 yards and two plays instead. Reynolds, full house backfield. Running back left and right of him, another behind him. Fake the handoff, Reynolds, jailbreak on the defensive line. Buckholt makes contact with him, brings him down along with Marcus Jackson, and that's going to bring up third down and ten. No gain on the play for Reynolds. Yeah, doing a little play action pass there, and had a receiver, I believe, down the left sideline, and uh, just wasn't able to set up and throw the ball and had to tuck it and get as much as he could. So Dort will kick the field goal. Brett Zachman with the attempt. He had plenty of leg in the first quarter, just missed it wide. Try to put points on the board with 5.30 left to go in the first half. Dort leading 14-7. This will be a 43-yard field goal attempt. Snap is down. Kick is up. Plenty of leg. Zachman 
hits the upright, and it comes back, and that hit the upright nearly two-thirds to three-quarters of the way up. Plenty of leg, just hits the upright, and it comes back out, and Waldorf defense comes away with a stop. Well, positive, I think Zachman's got plenty of leg. It's not a question of the leg, and uh, we have seen him now attempt more than a 40-yarder and have plenty of leg, so we'll file that one away for our memory bank. Dort sends the defense back out, leading 14-7, but Waldorf able to skirt the issue on defense that time, and it looked like Dort had the Warriors on their heels. Yeah, a nice scoring opportunity there, and it's too bad we come up. Come away with no points. Dort has 0 for 2 on field goal attempts here in this half. Both of them lengthy tries. Hilton Joseph, the quarterback. Joseph turns, hands, gives to Whitfield. Whitfield, a lot of room to run. He picks up 11 yards on the play before the Dort defense collapses on him at the 37-yard line. It'll be first and 10. First and 10 after the gain by Waldorf. Five minutes and counting, first half. Dort leading 14-7. Love to get the ball back one more time here in the second half. Waldorf will have it to start the second half. Hilton Joseph takes the snap, fakes the handoff to Jones, keeps it himself. He's to the 40, 45, dodges the tackler, picks up a block, and is forced out of bounds at the 45-yard line. Gain of seven on the play. They're going to mark him out at the 44. That's where he was ran out of room. It'll be second and three. Clock stops, 444. Yeah, that's that element that Joseph brings to the uh, Waldorf offense, being able to, to tuck the ball and run, something they didn't have with uh, Dominguez. Dominguez who started the game. So Joseph has Jones to his right. Hands it off to Jones. Jones tackled. Kak Marinsky there for the defenders. Also there for Dort. Jake Buechelman. Buechelman and Kak Marinsky, the first players there, plugging things up. It'll be third down and two. Third and two. Waldorf looking to the sideline. Under four to go here in the first half. Reminder, coming up at halftime, where are they now? Visiting with Patty Timmermans, graduate from the early 90s. Member of the Dort Volleyball and Softball programs. Hand off to Jones. Jones bottled up. Nothing there and a good job of fending off blocks by the Dort defensive line. Couple players occupied the left tackle and left guard. And they were able to actually come around from the backside. I believe it was Kak Marinsky that tracked him down from behind. It's going to be fourth down. Yeah, just a great job of, of maintaining the line of, line of uh, scrimmage and not giving any ground. So Morrill's going to punt. He is a line drive punter. We have seen that so far. See if Cabongo, he fielded one cleanly earlier. At about a seven-yard return on the play. He does not go very deep. Just about 25 yards down the field. Morrill's going to keep it himself. Rugby-style kick. Gets more air under that one. Cabongo grabs it at the 25-yard line. And is forced out of bounds at the 29. And the Warriors give the ball back to Dort on the punt. First and 10 at their own 29-yard line. 2.55 remaining. Yeah, I think he had that the option to run. And if, if he could see, he could pick it up and... Good job of reacting by the, the Dort cover, uh, return team and no place to go, so he, he was forced to punt it. 
First and 10 for the defenders at their own 29-yard line. 2.55 remaining. See if Dort can pick up a first down or two and put some pressure on here at the end of the first half. Reynolds fakes the handoff, keeps it himself, and picks up eight yards on the play before he is forced to the turf. Tackle made by Marcus Jackson. Also Reese Alvarado on the tackle. Gain of nine for Reynolds. Reynolds in the pistol. Second down and one. So second down and one. Reynolds. He's going to roll left. Has the option pitch. Pitches it over to Sconehoven. Sconehoven the carry. And Sconehoven picks up more than enough for a first down. That's very nearly a five-yard pickup on the play on the option. And that'll be a Dort first down with 2.14 remaining. Clock stops momentarily. Now they'll restart it. First and 10 at their own 43-yard line for the defenders. Dodges to the left. Raphael Carr to the right along with Ethan Thomas. Reynolds hands it off. This is Sconehoven up the middle and Sconehoven to the 45-yard line. And now Waldorf says they have the ball. They're going to whistle it dead, and was he down? He was not. They're going to say a fumble on the play, recovered by Waldorf at their own 45-yard line. Must have come out as he was coming down to the turf. Dort looked like they were pleading their case that he was down. So first and 10 for the Warriors at their own 45-yard line. Positive yardage, but negated by the fumble at the end of the play. And now Waldorf will have it first down and 10. Yeah, another sudden change in possession opportunity for the, the Dort defense. See if they can rise to the occasion here. First and 10 at their own 45-yard line. Three receivers set to the right, one to the left. See if Waldorf tries to spread out the defense. Now they'll send Jones out of the backfield. I thought maybe they'd try to spread it out and then give it to Jones. And instead, it is the quarterback, Joseph, keeping it himself. And Joseph, just a couple of yards on the play. It will be second down and eight. Yeah, nice nice reaction by the Dort defense to, to get to Jones. Um, not Jones. Joseph. Joseph. Ashton Treishman on the uh, tackle for the defenders coming up from the safety spot to make that tackle. It's going to be second down and eight. Waldorf looking to the sideline. Now they empty the backfield immediately out of the, uh, with the play call. Three receivers to the right, two to the left. Joseph claps his hands. Now we've got movement on the line of scrimmage. Flags come out. Everybody saw that one. It'll be a question of whether it is against the offense or defense, and the officials will confer. Yeah, I'm afraid... uh... Dort defensive lineman was in the neutral zone, causing same way same thing we had earlier, causing the offensive lineman to move. Second and seven. That's how we started. Very likely will be second and two, I believe. Waiting for the indication from Randy Hagedorn. Defense number 46. Five-yard penalty, remain second down. So caught in the neutral zone was Logan Fanning. Brings up now second and two, and the playbook opens up for Waldorf with 1-12 remaining 
in the half. Imperative that Dort keep Waldorf from getting into the end zone here. Handed off, racing to the edge. That's Feldman. Whitfield, beg your pardon. Whitfield on the carry. Whitfield with the 12-yard gain on the play down to the Dort 35-yard line. Waldorf still with two timeouts remaining, under a minute to go here in the first half. Waldorf trailing 14-7. They'd love to tie it up here at the end of the half and take and get the ball first to begin the second half. Handed off, Whitfield, Whitfield. On the carry, short gain on the play, maybe picks up three. It's going to be second down and seven, 30 seconds remaining. Dort needs to be aware of Jones out of the backfield now. Um, play that they ran earlier in which they scored on. Jones checks in, second down and seven. They're going to leave him in the backfield. Three receivers to the left, one to the right. They're looking left, now underneath. And tackled in the backfield, making the tackle for the defenders. That is Jake Buchelman with the sack. And a timeout immediately called for by Waldorf with six seconds remaining. He's brought down at the 36-yard line. And now Waldorf with one timeout remaining. Probably have enough time to run one quick play, call another timeout, maybe try a field goal. Right. Right now... If they were to attempt a field goal from here, that would be a 53-yarder, and I'm guessing that is out of the range of their kicker, Slater Gifford. Yeah, yeah and on that last play, great job of, of on the pass rush uh, getting into the backfield because they were trying to get Jones out of the backfield. He was down the right sideline. Dort defense did react well to that, so he wasn't necessarily real open, but, uh, hey, you don't, don't need f- to cover w- real well when you got good pressure on the quarterback. What's the one thing you don't want to do as a quarterback in that situation? Take yeah, the sack. Exactly. Throw it away. Stop the clock. So easy to say from up here. Hilton Joseph. Third and 11. Dort three down lineman. Now, does Dort use a timeout? No, they had to wait for the clock to uh, get to the end of the timeout. Now with six seconds left, Waldorf, see if they run a quick play and get a timeout called. They've got one remaining. Joseph takes the snap, clock winding down. He's under pressure, throws to the end zone, and it is incomplete balls on the ground. The clock hits zeros. And we go to halftime with Dort leading 14-7. You're listening to Dort Football on KDCR 88.5. We'll be back with a scoring recap and things like that after we check in with Where Are They Now? You're listening to Dort Football on KDCR. Good evening, I'm Christian Zylstra here on Where Are They Now on KDCR 88.5 FM, made possible by Farmers Mutual Insurance Association of Hull, a Grinnell Mutual member, providing property protection to Northwest Iowa farmers and homeowners since 1886, trust in tomorrow. Our guest on Where Are They Now today for volleyball fans is well known in this area. She graduated from Dort in 1991, she played volleyball at Dort, she coached volleyball at Dort, and she's currently the head varsity volleyball coach at Unity Christian in Orange City. Joining us on Where Are They Now, Patty Timmermans. We'll take it back to kind of when you first stepped on campus at Dort. 
And for those who are maybe unfamiliar who are listening to this, where did you grow up and how were you first introduced to what was then known as Dort College? I grew up in Sioux Center, so I was always familiar with Dort. I had older siblings who attended Dort. For my sister, she was 10 years older than me and she participated in both volleyball and softball. And so I was sometimes the little sister that was around the games or the gym quite a bit. And that was probably my first closest connection to Dort and especially its athletic programs. Then I had a brother that was older than me and played basketball, so attended many of those games and kind of found a friend group outside of my kids in my own school who would also be at those games. So that was kind of a fun atmosphere to be growing up with. Before we get into your career with athletics, on the academic side, you know, a lot of your background is in teaching and in coaching. What drew you to those areas? To be honest, I started out not in the education field. My first major I was uh, declared was business administration. And I enjoyed those classes, but at some point I started feeling that wasn't quite right for me. And I'd say one of my key experiences that led me in the direction of education was while I was at Dort, the second coach that I played under, I had one coach for the first two years and a different coach for the next two years. And that was Vonda Brook and uh, eventually Vonda DeSictor. She started the AAU volleyball program in the area. And it was run differently at that time than it is now. At that time, it was basically all the feeder schools of our Christian high schools in northwest Iowa joined together if they were interested in playing AAU at the younger levels. And she was teaching a class at Dort at the time, the coaching theory of volleyball class, which I was in. And she encouraged many of us in that class to coach a team. And so I did coach a team and found that to be a really enjoyable experience and People kind of assumed I was just going to be in education and coaching. And when I shared with them I wasn't, they said, oh, you should really think about that. And that's really when I did start thinking about that a little bit harder and switched my major to business education. And then, you know, the possibility of coaching began at that time. You were involved in athletics at Dort, obviously. Otherwise, you know, (laughs) we wouldn't be talking right now. But looking back... You know, we know you've played and coached volleyball at several different levels. You've had a lot of success. When did sports like volleyball start to become passions of yours? Uh, Volleyball was quite a young age. Um, I was very driven throughout high school. I had a great experience in playing for one of Dort's former coaches and the former coach at Western Christian, Tom Vandenbosch. He was someone who at that time, when he was coaching at Western anyway, he did a lot of camps in different areas, and I had the opportunity to go along with those camps with him and kind of be a demonstrator. And volleyball just was, I loved playing it, I loved teaching it, I loved thinking about it or analyzing it. So it it became just a, a real connection for me and then found opportunities for that as I went on with student teaching and then into my teaching career as well. Did you graduate from Dort in 1991, is that right? That is correct. When you think back to your time as both a student and as an athlete at Dort, what sticks out to you the most? I would say just the community feeling of being on the campus of Dort College. Even though it was much larger than any high schools that a lot of us had attended, you really felt connected with so many different students from different areas, and not only in athletics, but in the classroom. So, yeah, the community atmosphere, I I just thoroughly enjoyed my time at Dort, both academically, athletically, socially. It was a very easy place to feel welcomed and to continue learning and being able to participate in events such as athletics. Now, if I'm not mistaken, I think there have been seven volleyball coaches in Dort history, and you're one of them, actually. You coached for three years from 1994 to 1996, won 98 matches over those three seasons. 
two conference championships, and you made the national tournament once. What was it like for you, especially, you know, just a couple years out of college, coming back to your alma mater and getting to coach a program that probably mattered a good deal to you? Yeah, that was really exciting. I had hoped when I started my teaching career to maybe be able to be a, a head coach, a varsity coach at one point in my life. And I started coaching under Wayne Westenberg, who was a very long-time outstanding coach at Unity Christian, and I didn't see him retiring in the near future. So I started thinking, well, what other option might I have if I stay teaching here at Unity? And the opportunity came up where Dort had a need in a few different coaching positions and a teaching position, but they were struggling to find one candidate to serve all of those roles. And so they chose to split up the opportunity. I had a chance to talk with then athletic director Rick Vandenberg and said, hey, if you're looking to split it up, I would sure love a chance at volleyball. Realizing that I was only two years out of college myself, I didn't know if they would take the chance on me, but they did, and it was it was a really rewarding experience. It was a lot of fun. One thing that was key for me is by the time I was coaching there, there were no players at that point that I had played with myself. So they had all graduated. That was, I think, a helpful dynamic so that I wasn't crossing over between me and their teammate and turning into their coach. You mentioned looking for an opportunity to coach at Unity Christian. You're there coaching now. How long have you been serving, teaching, and coaching at Unity in your current roles? I have been uh, working at Unity for the past nine years. As far as varsity head coach, this is my seventh year. And I actually took a break from education when my family was young for a while. I stayed at home and did in-home daycare and was very out of touch at that time with the athletic world and coaching world. But with the Lord having blessed my husband and myself with four daughters, I eventually wound back up in the volleyball world again and coaching. And so I coached at junior high levels in between there when I was staying at home, helped with AAU programs. And then when I took a part-time job at Unity back in 2011, then after one year being there, I took on the JV coaching role. And the following year, I took on varsity. I'm sure you get asked about coaching Unity a lot and kind of how this year's squad will look all the time. So maybe I can ask a slightly different question What do you think will be the best part about getting to coach Unity Volleyball in 2019? 2019, putting the pieces of the puzzle together. Over my years, we have had quite often quite a few players returning each season who had had some years of varsity experience. In my years as varsity coach here recently, this is definitely the highest turnover year where we're returning the least amount of players who had experience on the court. We have one who played full-time, Another player that was fully capable full-time but just followed a large, talented senior class. But her role was limited last year, but she's a senior. She's filling in really nicely. But the rest of it is all new. And so it's a whole new puzzle to put together and try to maximize everyone's strengths and to put the best six players on the court in every rotation. Just one more question for you, Patty. And you kind of brought up tying a little bit to your, your daughter's you know, given your ties to Dort, you've had the chance to see several of your daughters also go to Dort and suit up for the Defenders. And as a parent, what's that like for you to get to see your kids continue to pursue those passions of theirs? And not only that, but get to play collegiate volleyball at an institution that, that you called home for several years. Yeah, that's pretty special. I'm thankful, first of all, that, you know, they chose Dort for their education academically and for their faith formation as well to continue what they uh, started in their Christian education in both uh, elementary school and high school. But to be able to have the opportunity to play college volleyball at all, let alone at my alma mater and where I previously coached as well, that's 
that's a pretty neat connection. That's probably very rare. It's not probably going to happen too many times for too many families. But uh, my girls have grown up with volleyball. They have loved playing it. And I think I'm most happy that they're at the institution itself and the fact that they have the ability to play volleyball and get to play it at Dort. That's just icing on the cake. A big thank you to Patty Timmermans for taking time out of her schedule and her volleyball season to join us here on Where Are They Now? Where Are They Now is made possible on KDCR by Farmers Mutual Insurance Association of Hull, a Grinnell Mutual member, providing property protection to Northwest Iowa farmers and homeowners since 1886. Trust in tomorrow. That is going to do it for us here on Where Are They Now? This evening, I'm Christian Zylstra, your host. Make sure you tune in at halftime of Dort football games all season long for new segments and new episodes of Where Are They Now? That is going to do it for me. We'll put a bow on the segment for now. Join us next time, and as always, catch Defender Athletics right here on KDCR. Thanks to Christian Zalster for that Where They Now with Patty Timmermans, formerly Patty Bohr. You remember her from the early 1990s, member of the volleyball and softball program, standout athlete in both. The Defender football team leading Waldorf 14-7. Waldorf scored first on a three-play 25-yard drive, capitalizing on a Dort turnover to make it 7-0. That was with 4-11 left in the first. Dort responded with a four-play 73-yard drive to tie it. 7-7, tying it on the last play of the first quarter on a Tyler Reynolds 70-yard gain. And then Reynolds completed a pass to Ethan Thomas on the next Dort offensive possession to cap a four-play 52-yard drive to make it 14-7. And that's how the half ends. Dort with uh, opportunities in the first half, as did Waldorf. Waldorf took advantage of one turnover, did not on the second. Dort also forced a turnover, did not take advantage of the short field. Offensively, Dort 219 yards rushing on 34 carries, 228 yards total. Uh, Their one pass completion was that touchdown pass. They have 228 total. Waldorf 120. Levi Sconoven 12 carries for 94 yards. Tyler Reynolds 14 for 66. For Waldorf, Jeff Jones 6 for 44. Larry Whitfield 7 for 38. Edward Dominguez 5 of 9 passing with an interception, 34 yards. Dortz, Tyler Reynolds, one for nine for nine yards. Tackle leaders, David Kakmarinski, two solos, one assist. Jake Mielkeman, three solos, one sack. Logan Fanning, two and one. Connor Bosma with two. Caleb Wilson leading Waldorf and James Bell also with four solo tackles. Bell has a sack. And Kyle, as this game progresses, you hope that missed opportunities don't come back and harm the Dort effort in the second half. Had a couple of chances. would love to get those back, but 14-7 to lead at halftime. Yeah, i got to be really happy with how the defense has responded so far tonight. Um, yeah, really the only the only scoring play for, for Waldorf is that uh, pass play that really Dort defended well other than one guy. They kind of lost track of one guy and he got open in the back of the end zone, but um, so you got to be happy with the defense, but yeah, when you have chances to score um, and f- with field goals, especially longer ones, it's it's that's a tough play. Uh, but that would have turned it into a two-score advantage, and that makes all the world of difference in a ball game. And uh, so now you just got to come out in the second half and, and continue to play well. 
Waldorf, the one drive, the one score that they have was the capital, uh, capitalizing on a turnover in Dort. A uh, couple uncustomary uh, turnovers in the first half and uh, still leading 14-7, to though offensively doing what the coaching staff hoped they would do, and that is, for the most part, controlling the line of scrimmage. Exactly. Uh, really doing a nice job up front in the offensive line of taking control of, of the run game and Really, whether it's inside run game or the outside, uh, and really a good mix up of both, uh, good mix of both the inside and outside run, really keeping this Waldorf defense off balance. Waldorf has made their way back onto the field, as have the Dort defenders. We're about two minutes away from the start of the second half. We'll take one more break, and we'll be back with the second half of play. You're listening to Dort University Football on KDCR 88.5, back with more in a moment. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center 88.5. We're also live on the World Wide Web, kdcr885.com. Earlier today, some football involving GPAC teams. Let's take a closer look at the schedule now and the scoreboard, and the scoreboard made possible by... Fairway Meat and Grocery in Sioux Center, serving the community since 1991. It was Briarcliff over Dakota State, 13-10. So Briarcliff bounces back from their loss last week in Forest City to Waldorf with a win this afternoon. Dakota Wesley in 44-0 over presentation to go 1-1. Northwestern over Valley City State, 47-7. Dickinson State shuts out Jamestown, 34-0. Jamestown falls to 0-2. Doan and Concordia underway. And uh, double-checking what that score is. Haven't been able to locate it up to this point, but we will do our best to get that. And the Dort defenders leading Valley, uh, pardon me, leading Waldorf 14-7 to at half in this non-conference football game. And from here on out, Dort plays all GPAC contests. So this is the last tune-up, if you will. From here on out, Dort... Uh, Involved in Great Plains Athletic Conference contests and taking on the monster that is Morningside football next week. And I have told people, until somebody knocks off the champ, they're the champ, and uh, someone's got to do it to prove it. Yeah, defending national champions and uh, didn't seem to lose a whole lot, putting up 80 points last week and, and having the week off. The uh, young man who does radio for them talked to him last weekend, and he said, as scary as it sounds, he said, we might be a little bit better on defense than we were last year. So uh, serve notice. Uh, right. They expect they, they don't expect much of a drop-off. Right. And defensively, I don't think they lost a whole lot. And uh, so you bring a lot of guys back and add a few key pieces. And, uh, yeah, now it's just a matter of – Trying to figure out a way to score against that defense and slow down that offense. 14-7, Dort will be kicking off. Waldorf will have it. will uh, receive and back to return for Waldorf. Looks like Jones and also back deep. Their other running back, Larry Whitfield, I believe, right. is on the near side, so they use their backfield for their returns. They're stationed at about the 10-yard line. A high end-over-end kick. This is taken at the 20 to the 25, turning the corner at the 27, and tackled on the play. The return by Waldorf's number 26, making that return was Tyler Hopp. And Waldorf, again, a lot of movement east to west, and when you're playing a fast, athletic team, 
you'll take east to west over north-south any time. Yeah, and uh, Waldorf's coaches are not going to be happy with that. It was actually the up-back catching that. And when that guy catches the ball, runs straight up field, you're going to get 10 yards, and uh, you're going to end up in pretty good uh, field position. Instead, they gain maybe five yards on the return, and Waldorf takes over first down and 10 at their own 20-yard line. Play action pass right side, and the pass is completed to Jones, and Jones forced out of bounds at the 15-yard line. First time we have seen that rankle, and Waldorf, a 14-yard gain on the play on the completion to Jones out of the backfield. Yeah, and they're going to look for a variety of different ways to get him the ball uh, in space and, and let him use that good uh, running technique and speed. Joseph is the quarterback, so after Mar- after uh, Dominguez started, Joseph has come on in relief. They hand it off to Jones. Jones racing to the edge, turns up field. No gain on the play, though. He ran laterally until he got to about the numbers, then tried to slice up field and gets back to the line of scrimmage, and that's it. And Logan Fanning stretching the play out, making the stop from the defensive tackle. Yeah, and again, trying good job in pursuit and, and getting him going sideways, go, going east and west rather than north and south. Over in Con- at Concordia, it's, uh, Concordia leading 10-7 to on Doan, so that's the one GPAC game underway already. Waldorf, man in motion, swing pass, right side pass completed behind the line of scrimmage, struggling to pick up three or four yards on the play, though, after the completion. That was completed to Zach Morrill. So Morrill sneaks in a wide receiver. He's also their place kicker, pardon me, their punter. Brings up third down and eight, and he'll come over to the near side. So Waldorf shifting personnel throughout the first half and now the start of the second half. Doesn't look like Waldorf has everything figured out at this point either from a personnel standpoint. Third down and eight, back to pass. Joseph, pass, nearly intercepted, broken up by the defenders, Quentin Murphy. Murphy, the safety, read it out of the quarterback's hands and got a pretty good jump on it. He did, and... uh... Was close to taking that back for a good interception return. Murphy makes the jump and very nearly picks it off. And they're going to call Ostenink. I did not see the flag as I was following the flight of the football. They call Ostenink for roughing the passer. That's 15 free yards for Waldorf down to the Dort 41-yard line. And uh, instead of fourth down, getting off the field, the Dort defense still work to do. Yeah, those are tough because especially on a third down, uh, you, you put Waldorf in a situation where they have to punt, but now they extend their drive. So the Waldorf offense stays on the field. Joseph is your quarterback. 13-11 left to play, third quarter. Dort leading 14-7. They hand it off to Jones. Jones breaks one tackle and then is brought down at the 35-yard line. Cabongo coming up on run support to make the tackle. Gain of seven on the play for Jones. It'll be second and three. Second and three for the white shirts today. Waldorf Warriors, purple numbers. Moving their way from right to left or from south to north here at Open Space Park. Second down and three. Man in motion. They hand it off to Jones. Jones, first down, and then a little bit. He picks up nearly 10 yards on the play and made that look pretty easy, picking up those nine yards down to the 25-yard line. And now Waldorf 
starting to flex their muscle with the ground game. Yeah, definitely looking at different ways to get Jones the ball, and uh, he's pretty good inside and out. Whitfield will come in at running back now. Give Jones a bit of a breather. First and 10 at the Dort 25-yard line. Handed off to Whitfield. Whitfield trying to race to the edge, and he is upended by Brayton Van Kickerix. Van Kickerix able to shed his block or reach out an arm and trip him up. No gain on the play. It's second and 10. So the freshman linebacker from Rock Valley, Elliott and Brayton, cousins in case you are curious. Terrorized Siouxland Conference opponents, multiple sports over the past three and four years. Football, obviously, district play. Whitfield, the ball carrier, and Whitfield dragged down to the backfield by Bosma. Bosma, the safety, sniffed that out, cheating a little bit. Gains three on the play. It'll be a third and 13. You're gambling there, and that time Bosma gambled correctly. Yeah, bringing a little pressure and getting into the backfield and making a nice play. So Bosma able to make the tackle, the junior from Idaho. It's going to bring up third down and long. Waldorf obviously four down territory here, I believe, unless they take a big loss here. It's going to be third and 14. Football at the right inside the 30. Jones back on the field. Joseph, the quarterback for Waldorf, man in motion, misdirection. Pass floated out for Jones, incomplete. Trying to set up a screen pass. Pass falls incomplete. Joseph gets rid of it. It's going to be fourth down and 14. Clock stops. Yeah, nice pressure. Really, they had, uh, they're had they trying to set up a little screen play to Jones. Uh, the quarterback didn't have time to get rid of the ball. So it's fourth and 14 for the Warriors. I don't know that there's any benefit in trying a field goal here for them. This would be a 47-yard field goal attempt. Instead, they will go for it. Fourth down and 14. Jones is in the backfield. Watch for him to leak out. Fourth and 14, back to pass is Joseph. Joseph under pressure, gets a block, pass towards the end zone, picked up by Bosma. Bosma tumbles out of bounds after intercepting it, and the old coach beside me is saying, knock it down, young man. I know it's really, (laughs) it's right up there. It's so tempting, you want to grab it, but, yeah, the reality is you just cost your team 30 yards, catch, <laughs> right? Catch the ball and tumble out of bounds, and uh, that would have been just as good and uh, incomplete. But as it is, well, now Dort, lots of yards to go. Football at the three, if you're generous, probably closer to the two. 10.42 left to go here in the third quarter. Dort takes over after the interception on fourth down. Now we have movement along the line of scrimmage, and I am not sure Dort was able to uh, get out of the stance on the offensive line before. Well, they're going to yeah. call it against Waldorf. Yep. I didn't think it was going to be Dort's way that time, but uh, the initial reaction by the defenders is they're going to get five free yards. Well, now now the, the officials are discussing this because the defensive player has an opportunity. If he gets back before the offensive lineman moves, it, it, the penalty should be on the offense. But he was still in the neutral zone. Uh, I was the just reaction gonna, up front. I was just going to say, when the officials start talking, it very rarely works out well. But uh, that <laughs> exactly. time it did, and Dort facing uh, first and five and a little bit of breathing room out to the seven-yard line. Now the coach and me think sometimes they talk them out, 
themselves out of the right call. But. First and five. Dort will take it. Maybe caught a break that time. Reynolds, the quarterback, comes down with a high snap. Hands it off up the middle. Not much there that time on the uh, plunge by Charlie Young. It'll be second down and five. So second and five. First and five, you can afford to play it pretty close to the vest. Second and five, and obviously deep in your own territory, you're not going to do anything too risky. Second and four. Misdirection in the backfield. Handoff to Young, and Charlie Young that time picks up. Six yards on the play, and that's a Dort first down and just a little bit of breathing room. And it's a victory here if you can just get 20, 30, 40 yards. I mean, if you get 40 yards, it's great, but you just need 20 to 30 to try and swing the field position battle your way. Yeah, you, you needed to get out of, you know, your backfield lining up in the end zone. And uh, so picking up that first down was huge and, and really close to breaking another really big one. First down and 10 at the Dort 16. Waldorf three-down lineman. Reynolds, the sophomore, takes the snap, fakes the handoff, rolling right, has a man open, pass is completed to Jake Dodge. Dodge trying to make a move, picks up about another four or five yards after the initial contact, out to the 30-yard line. So Dort with the completion to Jake Dodge. Dodge, a nice big target, staked out some uh, some territory, then picked up four or five after contact. Yeah, and really a nice job by Reynolds. He, there was a temptation to take off running, but uh, he had the receiver dodge open. Handoff up the middle, second effort. And they're trying to strip the ball free. Charlie Young hangs on to it. Gain of five on the play. It will be second down and five. And Tyler Reynolds, he prepared all week this week as if he was going to be the starter, and that is a huge difference from going in thinking you're the backup. Absolutely, and he's, you know, he played really well last week, put himself in a situation where now he can get the start and uh, do his thing. No gain on the play for Charlie Young. It's going to bring up third down and five, and he gained some valuable experience last week in that he played two and a half quarters and looked more and more comfortable as the game went along. Gets the start tonight and has moved his, uh, has uh, done the job at quarterback for Dort thus far. Tyler Reynolds, hard count, 19 seconds on the play clock. Third down and five. Dort needs the 39-yard line for a first down. Currently, they're at the 34. Three-down lineman for the Warriors. Dort, I believe that is Charlie Young in the backfield behind Reynolds. And that time, who was that that came through? That was uh, Waldorf's James Bell. 5-9-2-10, where'd he come from, Kyle? Yeah, he's just playing the outside linebacker position and came in on stunt. Uh, I think took the the entire Dort offense by surprise on that one. Reynolds nowhere to go, loses four on the play. Dort will be punting from their own 30, so they picked up 27 yards on the drive. And now Jake Dodge will be punting. Return man for Waldorf back at the 40-yard line of the Warriors. Dodge gets it away. A spiraling kick. No fair catch. Called for. It's down on the ground. Dort covers it. Dort will force a turnover on the special teams. There was no fair catch called for. And the Dort defenders come away with a turnover. And now you have to make the opponent pay. Exactly. Yeah, when you get this opportunity, especially now with just the huge uh, change in field position, you got to make something happen here. 
Cameron Smolik on the coverage. The return man for Waldorf never caught it cleanly. It went right through his arms down to the turf, and there was nothing but black shirts there. Yeah. Waldorf had nobody back to help on the return. Yeah, they were bringing pressure and trying to block the punt and, and probably a situation where the returner should have just called fair catch, but took the chance and paid for it. Levi Sconehoven caught in the backfield and then basically wills himself forward for a yard or two, so one yard a positive uh, net for Sconehoven in second and nine at the 28-yard line of Waldorf. Second and nine, fake the handoff. Reynolds is going to keep it option play, breaks a tackle, and he is brought down right around the um, right around the neck at the 22-yard line. Gain of six on the play. It's going to be third down and three. Reynolds that time able to run through an arm tackle. Yeah, and put yourself in a nice manageable third down situation here. Um, Good, solid run by Reynolds. I was overly optimistic. It's going to be third down and four. Personnel changes. Hubel Horst comes in. Jake Dodge will check out. Raphael Carr is to the near side. Ethan Thomas also to the near side. Reynolds will take the snap from Mitchell Van Regenmorter. Here's that full house backfield again. A running back left, right of Reynolds, and behind him, Reynolds fakes the pass, has a man out of the backfield. Complete touchdown, skeet out. Carter Skibout on the touchdown grab as he slows, makes the grab down below his waist, looks it all the way in, and then dodges a would-be tackler into the end zone. Touchdown defenders. Yeah, and really a nice job of adjusting to the ball. Maybe a little bit uh, underthrown, but he went and attacked the ball. He went and got it, and that uh, that's what got him in the end zone. Point after try for Brett Zachman trying to make it a 14-point lead for the defenders with 6.05 left to play here in the th- third period. Reynolds, the holder. Snap is down. Kick is up. Kick is through the uprights. And the defenders take a 21-7 lead with 6.05 remaining. And we have a flag on the play, though, thrown Waldorf. inside the five-yard line. Waldorf lined up offsides. Probably take that on the kick. Waiting for Randy Hagedorn. Always takes Randy just a little bit. Very deliberate. Used to see him a lot at basketball games as well. Looks like it's going to be declined. He's all sides defense number six. That pin is declined. Results the extra point. This was good. So Dort will take a 21-7 lead with 6.05 remaining third quarter. You're listening to Dort Football on KDCR 88.5. Back with more right after this. Dort forces a turnover on a punt. They take advantage of the extended possession. Now a two-score lead, 21-7, and you do not want to let down here. We've seen that far too often in all kinds of athletic competitions. You have something good happen. Now you need to follow that up and maintain the momentum. Don't allow it back. Yeah, this is going to show, show uh, some of the character by the, the Dort defense because uh, this is a great opportunity to put the hammer down and get a good stop and maybe put some more points on the board. Zachman, end over end kick, taken at the 13-yard line, out to the 20, to the 25. He's got the edge to the 30 and upended at the 32-yard line. 
That return by James Jackson, Jr., and Waldorf will take over first down and 10 at their own 33, and I don't know what it is, but every time Waldorf's returning a kick, I hold my breath because I keep thinking they're going to get to the edge and turn one upfield. Yeah, they've they've gotten close and uh, got to do a better job of containing uh, on the returns. First down and 10 for Waldorf at their own 33-yard line. Skill position over to the side. They huddle up by themselves through the six skill players. Offensive line was set to go. Send a man in motion. You're right. This is uh, Dominguez back in, I believe, at quarterback. So uh, Waldorf going back to Dominguez. And that cannot be an easy spot to be in where you're in, then you're out, and then you're back in again. Yeah, it's tough to stay warm, tough to stay into a game when when you're doing that. But... You wonder if uh, Joseph got a little bit dinged up on the last series. So Dominguez in the backfield. He's got Jones with him. He hands off to Jones. Jones starts left, darts right, hurdles a player, and is brought down at the 45-yard line. Now the ball comes out. I think he was down, Mike. Linesman is definitively going to say he was down at the 45-yard line. So Jones goes airborne, and then the ball comes out after he hits the ground. But uh, it's going to be a first down for Waldorf at the Dort 45. I admire the effort, but that's a good way to get hurt. It is, yep, it is. You are in a vulnerable spot when you go airborne. But Jones makes, uh, makes up for that with the athleticism, hurdling a tackler. Now it's first and ten for Waldorf. Dominguez is going to float one up. Dort playing the ball. And it's incomplete, broken up at the last instant. Coming up to make the uh, break it up was Placide, intended for Seth Oaks. That'll bring up second down and ten. Yeah, and uh, Waldorf got away with a hold there in the backfield, and I think the uh, Dort coaches are letting uh, Mr. Hagedorn know about that one. Third, second down and 10, clock stops, five minutes remaining, third quarter, doored up 21-7. to seven. Three receivers to the left, one to the right for Waldorf. Jones on the right shoulder of Dominguez. They're going to flare it out to Jones. Jones head full of steam, 45-40, and he is pushed out of bounds inside the 40, down at the 37, Placide forces him out of bounds. Short of the first down by a yard, it's going to be third down and one. Third down and two, we'll call it. Third down and two. Jones stays in the ball game. Looks like Placide, well, he's going to go over to his cornerback spot on the far side of the field. Three receivers right, one to the left. Jones in the backfield. Movement along the line of scrimmage. Dort linebacking core, Morozik. And Elliott Vinkikarix slapping hands immediately. They saw it as they cheated up. And that's going to be a five-yard penalty against Waldorf, and that changes things so much oh, to go from huge. third and two to third and seven. Exactly, and, and just linebackers showing blitz a little bit. Nowhere near the neutral zone, but uh, the Waldorf offensive lineman reacting to that movement. Third down and seven. Let's see if the defenders can get a stop. 425 left to go. Third period. Dort leading 21 to 7. Dominguez, the quarterback, turns, fakes the handoff, chase down from behind, and Colin Ostenink gets him. Colin Ostenink sacks the quarterback, 
That is a loss of nearly 10 yards on the play. That is back into Waldorf territory at their own 48-yard line. That is a huge defensive play by the junior. Huge. Yeah, that, that one's big. Uh, forcing the punt now by Waldorf, taking a little bit of that momentum away. 6'10", 210 pounds from Hull, Iowa, junior, prepped at Western. And Ostenenke got rung up for a roughing the passer call earlier in the ballgame. He makes up for that with a big sack there. Loss of 10 yards on the play. Getting away the punt. And that's going to take a bounce inside the 5. Picked up by Cabongo at the 10. And he is spun down at the 10-yard line. It'll be first and 10 for the defenders. A little bit of room to work. Leading 21-7. Yeah, nice job by Cabongo. Just fielding that and getting getting 5 yards. Because that was probably going to end up inside the 5-yard line. Um, Great job of saving a little bit of field position and giving your offense a little room to work. So Dort will take over. First down and 10 at their own 9. 327 remaining. We have varied interests up here in the booth. We're keeping an eye on the twin score as well. A couple Twins fans. Pitch goes right. Skeeb out the carry and Skeeb out to the 15-yard line. Picks up 6 on the play. And that'll bring up second down and four. You can never have too many quarterbacks, or I'm sorry, too many running backs, can you? Well, you can't, and, and great job again by Reynolds getting that ball out to the pitch. Uh, we haven't gotten it out there a lot, but when we have, it's resulted in nice yardage. So Skeeb out with the carry on that pitch. Three minutes remaining here in the third quarter. Dort leading 21-7, to in case you're wondering, the... The Twins score 5-2, leading the Indians as the Twins try to fight them off down the stretch. Here in Sioux Center, non-conference football, Dort leading 21-7. Handoff up the middle, and maybe a gain of one on the play. It's going to be third down and relatively short. We'll call it third down and two. Dort gets the 20. They have a first down. Right now they're in between the 17 and 18-yard line. Skonhoven and Skibout. In the backfield along with Reynolds. They're going to run option. Reynolds turns up field. And he pays for that one. Maybe a gain of one on the play. Thought he had a seam and it got closed up very quickly. And it's going to be fourth down and Dort's going to be forced to punt. Yeah, I could definitely see what what Tyler was seeing there. and He had a lane to run through, but uh, the backside run support is uh, what got to him before he picked up the first down. So Dort will punt. Last time they punt, punted, very good things happened for them. Back to return the punt for Waldorf is James Jackson. He's going to station himself at midfield. Jake Dodge is going to punt this one away. Waldorf showing pressure. Dodge gets it away. A high spiraling kick. Fair catch called for by Jackson. He's not taking any risk there. He's at his own 46-yard line. Knew he was going to get pretty good field position unless Dodge actually absolutely boomed one. And Waldorf will take over first down and 10 at their own 46. They're obviously playing with 16 and a half minutes left to go in this game. They don't need a big play right now. No, but there there is a sense of urgency. And, uh, yeah, when you got your backup quarterback in the game, you know, do you go back to the run and just try to get some positive yardage and, like I said, there's plenty of game left to play. Uh, it'd be interesting to see how Waldorf approaches this. First down and 10 at their own 46. Dominguez back to pass. Pumps. Now he's going to roll right. Pass. Incomplete. 
That ball comes out at the end of the play as the two players tumble to the ground on the Waldorf sideline. That's Brayton Van Kickerick on the sideline, getting his hand in there and breaking up the play. Yeah, and nice position on coverage there by Van Kickerick. Made a nice play on the ball and knocked it out. Second down and ten. Clock stops on the incomplete pass. We are nearing the end of the third quarter. Waldorf. Back to pass to Mangus. Dominguez gets it away as Kakmarinski applies pressure, and we're going to have a penalty thrown at the 30-yard line. This is going to be a hold or a pass interference against Dort. Depends on if it was if the ball was in the air or not. It looks like it's going to be pass interference against the defenders. Now this is not a spot foul in college. It'll be marked off from the line of scrimmage, but nevertheless, a penalty that hurts. Yeah, 15 yards, first down. Nathan get a little handsy there. Did you yeah, see it? Yeah, he did. Um, it looked like a late reaction by the receiver. The ball was just so far overthrown. I, I'm, I question whether or not it would, was ever catchable. Uh, but uh, and Waldorf would argue it wasn't catchable <laughs> because he got interfered with. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, it's one of those tough uh, situations for Cabango. I think uh, you know you want to you want to force Waldorf to drop back and throw the ball here. I think. First down and 10 for the Warriors. Indoor territory. Hand off Jones. Jones bottled up. Nothing there. I believe that was David Kakmarinski, and Kakmarinski cut off the sideline. And now it will be second down and long. Yeah, I mean, it, it doesn't take rocket science here, right? If, if Jones is in the ball game, he's going to be the threat. He's going to be who Waldorf goes to, so... Got to give him a little extra attention when he's on the field. Second down and 10. Under a minute to go in the third quarter. Dort leading 21-7. 21-7. Handoff. Jones, no. They fake the handoff. Pass is complete. Placide plays the pass in the flat to A.J. Wiley perfectly. And it'll be Dort forcing Waldorf into a third down and 12 situation after the loss of two. So Placide makes the tackle. The pass was behind the line of scrimmage, so a loss of two on the play. And Waldorf up to the line of scrimmage, facing third down and 12. They are at the Dort 41-yard line. Jones is in the backfield. Dominguez, the quarterback. And now we have a timeout on the field. Well, the clock ran down. I was so in tune with the field that I wasn't paying attention to the clock. For some reason, I thought the clock stopped on that last play. As it is, the quarter runs out, and the defenders take a 21-7 lead into the fourth quarter. You're listening to Dort Football on KDCR 88.5. Back with more in a moment. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center 88.5. We're also live on the World Wide Web, kdcr885.com. Waldorf football facing third down and 12. Pass up for grabs and in and out of the hands of two players. The safety, I believe that was Treshman, gambled for it. I thought he was yeah. going to pick it off, and then the wide receiver couldn't bring it in. Yeah, he, he undercut the, the receiver and thinking he had a shot at the ball, but uh, 
ball carried a little bit farther, and we're fortunate that uh, Waldorf didn't end up in the end zone with it. Waldorf has not had success in the air today at all. Through the air, I have them as 9 of 21 now, so sub at 50%. Waldorf is punting, trailing 21 to 7. Snap is down in the ground. Picked up, gets a roll on the sideline, and Kabanga will let it go out of bounds, and uh, by the time he had a bead on it, that ball never got uh, more than probably 15 to 20 feet off of the ground. He didn't have much of a chance at it, and rather than try to make something out of nothing, you turn it over to the offense and hope they can put together a sustained drive at their own seven yard, beginning at their own seven-yard line. Yeah, not, not great starting field position here uh, as of late, but... Uh, Dort has to get it out, out from their own end zone and get some positive yards. Entire second half has felt like that, really. Dort's been yeah. deep in their own territory. Even when they scored, that was the extension of a drive where they punted and forced right. a fumble. Reynolds, pistol, rolling left. Gets away from one would-be tackler. Now he's in the open field. He's to the 15, to the 20, and dragged down at the 20-yard line. And I don't know where Tyler Reynolds was able to find a, just a slight seam, but he was able to make it and make something out of nothing. 13-yard pickup on the play. And Waldorf's defense, they show their speed. They chase him down from behind. Right. So Reynolds... As I said earlier, looking more and more comfortable as the game went along. He's closing in on 80 yards rushing. Dort as a team, 250 yards rushing. Second half has been more ball control. Handoff, Skibout, Skibout the ball carrier, and Skibout picks up four yards on the play. Skibout, a freshman from Orange City. He's got five carries now for just over 40 yards. Yeah, and, and Dort being real deliberate here, trying to shorten this fourth quarter, keep that clock running. Second down and six, Reynolds, hard count, nothing, uh, no one moves. Offensive line up out of their stance for the moment. Carter Baldwin, right tackle, taking a moment to stand up, catch a breath, and look to the sideline. Alex Hoisman on the near side at tackle. Reynolds pitches over to Schoenhoven. Schoenhoven beyond the 30 to the 32-yard line. And that's a Dort first down. They have, they've limited Schoenhoven's attempts here in the second half, and I'm hoping he's more fresh here in the fourth quarter because of it. Yeah, and that's, that's the advantage of having some depth at the running back position. First and 10 for the defenders at their own 33. Jake Dodge over on the numbers on the near side. And as you said, Dort trying to shorten up the game. 13 minutes remaining, 12 seconds on the play clock. Reynolds gets the play from the sideline. Now they're set. Then Reagan Mortar with a snap. Gets it to Reynolds. Reynolds pitches. Skibout, Skibout picks up three on the play. It'll be second down and relatively long. And there I am, overly optimistic. It's going to be a gain of two on the play. It's going to be second and eight. Yeah, nice job by, by Waldorf just stringing that play out and forcing Dort uh, to go towards the sideline. And um, The advantage of it, though, for Dort is positive yards, taking, taking uh, more time off the clock. Van Regan Mortar, the sophomore from Morris, Iowa. His left hand on the football, snaps it back to Reynolds. Reynolds in the pistol, rolling left. Plants has a man open, pass completed. 
to Sconehoven, and Sconehoven upended at the 42-yard line, just shy of the first down by about a yard. Tackle made by James Jackson, and Jackson goes low to make sure Sconehoven doesn't run him <laughs> over, and Sconehoven stopped just a yard shy of the first down. Yeah, smart defensive play, because I think he would have ended up on his backside if he takes Third takes down and one. High. Third down and one. Waldorf brings three players up to the line of scrimmage along with the three down linemen. Reynolds checks off. Eight seconds on the play clock. Sconehoven in motion. Handoff, Skibout. Skibout, second effort. Got the first down. Skibout hit behind the line of scrimmage. Second effort by the freshman. Gets him beyond the 42-yard line, and that is a Dort first down. Keep the clock moving. Keep the chains moving. So first down and 10, football at their own 43-yard line. Ethan Thomas will come to the near side. Tight end is Warner. Fake the handoff. Reynolds keeps it himself, splits the defense, picks up three yards on the play. It'll be second and seven. Yeah, smart offensive play. Uh, Pitch really wasn't there. Uh, Waldorf defended it pretty well, having a – Outside backer sprinting to the pitch option and uh, just got positive yards and took care of the ball. Second down and seven. Reynolds, hard count, 15 seconds on the play clock. Now you get the play from the sideline. Dort leading 21-7. to It was 14-7 at halftime. Waldorf had an opportunity to tie the game near the end of the first half and was unable to do so. Handoff, Skibout. Skibout picks up a couple on the play. It's going to be third down and long. And uh, You watch Reynolds play, and I watched a high school game last night, and the runner always wanted to go to the sideline. They never wanted to cut the ball back upfield. And it takes pretty – got to be nervy to do it, but that's where the grass is actually. Oh, yeah, you gotta you got to stick a foot in the ground and get upfield because, yeah, going sideways – yeah, it's, it's not positive yards, and uh, you think you're going to get a big play out of it, but it doesn't happen very often. The sideline is undefeated. Pass goes to right side, and Skibout unable to reel it in, and uh, even if he makes that catch, I don't think he eludes the tackler. McCoy Yakel on the coverage. Clock stops on the incomplete pass. It'll be fourth down. Yeah, but a nice series by Dort's offense, getting it out of their own end zone getting positive yards, taking some time off the clock, winning the field. Uh, now we just got to get a good punt off and, and force Waldorf to drive the length of the field. So Jake Dodge punting with a line of scrimmage at the Dort 47-yard line. Dodge in between the 30 and the 35. Jackson, the return man. Dodge, a high kick. Takes a Waldorf bounce, though. And it's about a net a gain of 10 yards. And that very nearly hits a Waldorf player on the way by. That was Jackson, actually, that ended up back in the play. But the ball took a bounce at about the 25, came back to the Dort, uh, pardon me, to the Waldorf 35. And that's where Waldorf will take over first down and 10 at the 37. Yeah, and so many of the, the Dort coverage guys had run past the ball. Jackson was tempted to pick that thing up and, and did have a little bit of space. Um, risky play, probably chose the better option, but uh, 
Yeah, now uh, the door defense has to make another stop. I am glad he didn't pick it up. He scares me. Dominguez, the quarterback. Dominguez has quarterback much of the second half. He's going to float one off to the far side. It's complete out near the 50-yard line. And that's a gain of 17 on the play, on the completion to Ryan Harrison. Harrison all by himself over there. Yeah, he just got too much separation there. Stopped his route, um, let the Dort secondary keep running downfield, and kind of that back shoulder pass that you often hear uh, NFL guys talk about. Handoff to Jones. Jones, nothing there. And Jones brought down on the play, loss of two. It's second and 12. The game is not over by any means, but the Dort defense has played much more inspired, it seems, tonight than it did last uh, week and a half ago. Without a doubt, Mike. They're they're just playing with a lot more intensity, playing a lot more physical football against really a team that's uh, been pretty good. We'll talk a little bit more about Waldorf in just a moment. Dominguez, I'll give you my thoughts in just a little bit on – this team, Dominguez, back to pass, blitz, pass completed to Jones. Jones makes one guy miss. He gets back to the line of scrimmage, and that's it. Gains two on the play, back to the original line of scrimmage. This Waldorf team, in all likelihood, is going to challenge for their conference championship. Yeah, without a doubt. Um, they have some athletes, and, and they're going to they're gonna incorporate Jones even more. He's had a lot of touches tonight. But he's the type of guy that's probably going, by the end of the season, is going to be touching the ball, you know, 25, 30 times a game. And when you have that kind of athlete, you want to get the ball in his hands. A little bit of a a beat-up quarterback in Joseph, so uh, when they get those guys healthy, uh, they'll be back in it. Dominguez back to pass. Dominguez flares it out near side. Pass is complete. And short of the first down, and we've got a flag on the play that's going to get called against Bashir Jones. And that's going to be a one, that's going to be a 15 yarder, and that's going yeah, to be tacked got, on at the end. It was 36. This is going to be down near the 20 by the time we're all said and done. And just, I know the adrenaline is pumping, but you got to realize where the sideline is. Right, and, and I think we also have oh, a roughing man. the passer. Um, that one was yep. ticky tack. That was really close. Uh, definitely a hit out of bounds. So Waldorf is definitely going to be. They're Taking gonna advantage, shape, they're going to yeah. be in good field position here. I I don't think they sh- they'll get both of these, but it's going. It would have been fourth down and two. Right now, I'm looking over at the referee where it was spotted. Both on the defense. Personal foul. Rough the passer. Defense number thirty. That penalty's fifteen yards from the previous spot. Automatic first down. After the play, personal foul. Yeah, this is a thirty-yard. Swing here. So that's going to be 15 yards from the 36. That's going to bring you down to the 21. And then it's going to be half the distance from there, right? Yes. So somewhere around the. They're putting it right on the 15. They're going to put it at the 15. Yeah, that's what I was afraid they'd pull. Um, The roughing the passer is during the play. And what they're saying is after the play, yeah. another personal foul, which it happened on the tackle, so I don't know how that is necessarily after the play. You know what I'm saying, Mike? Well, you're, it, you're, you're trying to argue with me as an official, and I, I, 
I got nothing for you. <laughs> well, that's that's what yeah, I'd be. I'd be in Hagedorn's ear on that one because the the the, the second personal foul, yeah, is on the tackle. So how how would that be after the play? It's not an unsportsmanlike as a personal foul late hit. The first foul will be 15 yards from where the player went out of the bounds. The second foul will be half the distance of the goal. I see, and, I, 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 see, and they're, yeah. they're, <laughs> they're, go, they're taking it to another extreme here, and I, I don't – and Coach Penner is trying to get clarification from Randy Hagedorn because he has an argument here. How can that be after the play? Well – Referees are undefeated as well. They are. So they are right. Just like the sideline. So uh, it's going to be first down and 10. It's going to be at the 11. There's 7.41 left to go in the game, and Waldorf now threatening, trailing 21-7. to Hand off to Jones. Jones, the ball carrier. Jones is going to get dragged down after a short gain on the play. It's second down and three. Uh, second down, and I'm going to call it seven. And uh, door defense, I don't know if they can get out of the jam. But they are playing with a little bit of an attitude right now where they're not real happy with how things have turned out. Yeah, and you hate to see those personal fouls, but they've been aggressive fouls uh, and, and not malicious. Uh, they've been just a hair after the whistle. You know, I'd question the roughing the passer there. He just let go of the ball. Uh, yeah. Second down and seven. Odd formation. You have three receivers to the right. They go to a direct snap to Jones and Jones. Taken down at the six-yard line. That was a unique wildcat. formation. Yeah, yeah, a little wildcat trying to overload a side and have your best player catch a snap and run behind those guys. They had three, and they do it again. They're going to put three, three blockers just to the right, and now Dort's going to call a timeout. I'm not sure if this is something that Dort saw on film through the week or if they've got to make an adjustment on the fly. But uh, first time we've seen that uh, we've seen that formation with three blockers stationed in the backfield on the right side, and you put your best athlete receiving the direct snap. Really, no secret of where he's probably going with the football. Exactly, and and one of those three is uh, number seven, starting linebacker for uh, for Waldorf, um, big big inside linebacker. Caleb Wilson, Caleb Wilson, six two two fifty five. So he's in the game as a blocker, an extra blocker, and uh, yeah, I'm sure this isn't something that Dort's seen on film because a they haven't seen Jones on film, and it might be packaged specifically for him that uh, Waldorf is going to build off of throughout the season, and and this is the initial look. I do give credit to Waldorf for trying something that's a little out of the box and a little out of the ordinary, and. At this level, you at this level of football, you've got you've got to try to do you've you've got to try and create something. Yeah, and you know whether they whether we see it here, I'm guessing that that Jones, being a pretty good athlete, can probably throw the ball a little bit. So a little, a la Tim Tebow jump pass. Will we see it here, or are they just going to power it right at? the Dort defense. They stay with the same formation. It's third down and five. Direct snap to Jones. He's going to cut up field. Goes airborne. Ball comes out. Did Dort get it? The ball's on the ground. And And they say the the defenders have it. Jones went airborne. And the defenders come away with a fumble recovery. 
I'm not absolutely certain who came away with it. I thought it was Elliot Van Kickerix, but I'm not positive. And what did we say when he hurdled a player? Well, you go airborne, you're vulnerable. You are, and it was one of those, I'm, I'm sure he, in his mind, I go airborne, I extend the ball, both both hands over the, the uh, end zone, and uh, before he could get that ball extended, somebody puts their helmet on the ball, jars it loose, and Dort now has the ball. Football at the one. First down and 10 for the defenders. 99 yards of real estate in front of them. Reynolds will take the snap four yards deep. You can bet Waldorf's going to come with the pressure. And we have a safety. Yep, they're going to say a safety. And I don't think there was any way that there wasn't a safety call on that. The ball never made it over the goal line. Didn't come close to getting out. Well, that makes it 21 to 9 with 6:15 left to go in the game. Still a two-score difference, but it does change the complexion of things. Yeah, and yeah, you don't want to see that. Uh, okay, let's let's look at the whole thing, right? We we dodged bullet uh, by not giving up a touchdown uh, and making it a one-score game, but you are backed up. Uh, yeah, obviously you don't want to take a safety there, but. It's not the worst thing in the world. Now we get a, an opportunity to, to kick the ball off here um, and force Waldorf again to put another drive together. And I was the, the words were almost out of my mouth. I just didn't get it. seems like we've been living inside the 10-yard line, uh, inside Dort's own 10-yard line most of the second half. Yeah, and, you know, eventually something's going to happen. It, it's a tough situation. Yeah, uh, when you're when you're a shotgun team and you're taking that ball, you know, four yards deep into your own end zone and having to get it out, um, any penetration puts you in a tough spot. And Reynolds just could not get out of the end zone. Now you have the opportunity. You have the choice here: free kick. You can either kick off from the twenty or you can punt. Dort is electing to kick off with the football in the tee, and that is Brett Zachman. Zachman, let's see if he can put his leg into this one. Dort leading 21-9. to Zachman, end over end kick. It's going to be taken at the 18-yard line. Out to the 20, 25, 30, and not Great much coverage. there for the Waldorf return man. That was Cecil Murphy. Cecil Murphy on the return, and Waldorf has it first down and 10 at their own 31. Right now, if you're Dort, just don't give up the big play. And you couldn't ask for much better out of out of that. You're kicking off from your own 20 after the safety, and you're still forcing Waldorf to go 70 yards for a score here. Stay away from the big play. Waldorf's offensive line on the field. Now the Warriors will send the skill players out. Quarterback is Edward Dominguez. Right now, Jones out of the ball game. And in place is Larry Whitfield. Whitfield, leading rusher for Waldorf last weekend. We have a timeout on the field. Charge to Waldorf. They use one of their three remaining timeouts with 6.07 remaining. You're listening to Dort Football on KDCR 88.5. We'll be back with more from Open Space Park right after this. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center 88.5. We're also live on the World Wide Web at kdcr885.com. Waldorf facing first down and 10. 
at their own 31-yard line. Dominguez back to pass, looking over the top. He's going to take a shot, and the pass is underthrown and falls incomplete. Coverage, I believe that was Nathan Cabongo on the coverage on the pass intended for Trayvon Brinson. That'll bring up second down and 10. Yeah, and right now you're just telling your your safeties to, to get deep, nothing over the top, force this Waldorf team to, to drive the length of the field here. So second down and long. Clock stops on the incomplete pass. Back to pass, Dominguez flares it out near the sideline. Staying away from the big play. Five yards after the catch on the completion. And that pass completed to Morrill. Should know him. He's punted for Waldorf as well. First down to the Waldorf 46-yard line, 545 remaining. We have movement on the line of scrimmage and uh, left tackle. Once he got that body moving, Robert Mosley, pretty tough to slow down. And Robert Mosley, false start, 6'1", 340. Couldn't get back on side. And I believe that was Brayton Van Kickerick who took the cue and broke the plane as well for <laughs> exactly. Dort. Yeah, all 340 was going downhill, and uh, there was no stopping it. First and 15, ball back at the 41, 535 and counting. Dominguez, man in motion is Jones. They look left, they throw it to him, pass incomplete. Jalen Placide had the best chance at it. Placide almost looked like he didn't (laughs) know if he should play the man or the ball. Yeah, he he had his... Mindset on just getting to Jones. I think if he'd have played the ball, it would have been a pick six. He had the uh, he had the uh, radar up and he had uh, honed in on Jones and Waldorf set that up where they were looking, looking right, and Jones was going left. Back to pass, Dominguez. Dominguez, some room to scramble. He's going to get closed in on pretty quickly. Gains five on the play. It's going to be third and ten. Yeah, and you, you give him that, right? You, you don't want him to throw the ball downfield, and you don't want him to dump it off to Jones. You force a guy that's not real comfortable running the ball to, to pick up five yards, puts Waldorf in a third and long nine, almost ten yards. Morazic and Thornton on the stop for the defenders. Dominguez back to pass. Dominguez pumps down on the ground, and pass falls incomplete. And I don't know that there was, well, there was. Uh, number two, Jeff Jones was was there. So, yeah, and initially I thought there was that possibility. I thought it was two linemen, but it, number two was there. Yeah, but, yeah, really a smart play by the, by the quarterback, Dominguez, just get rid of the ball and not take the five-yard loss, but still in a fourth and ten situation here. Clock stops. They need the Dort 44 for a first down. This could be the ball game right here. Back to pass. He's going to float it up over the top. Bosma makes the interception his second of the day. He's going to return it. He's to the 35-40. Has a blocker. 45-50. Into Gualdorf territory. 35-30. Still on his feet down to the 26-yard line before he is finally brought down. Colin Connor Bosma with that interception, his second of the ball game. And the freshman, uh, pardon me, the junior safety making the play for the defenders, dropping back in coverage. Yeah, nice job of playing the ball at the height. Uh, Nice interception. Again, it's on fourth down, but he had a lot of green out in front of him. Smart play, make that interception. Great return, uh, giving Dort great field position. 
All of Kimberly, Ohio, Idaho happy with their native son with that interception down inside the 30, down to the 28-yard line is where they mark it. Dort can finish it off here, and there he goes. 10-5, touchdown to Schoenhoven, and we're going to have 15 yards at the where end of this the, one, I would hope. Where is the flag? Schoenhoven was leveled in the middle of the end zone. No flag comes out, and one of Dort's offensive linemen Coming down to um, let the Waldorf defensive player know, you don't do that to my running back. No flags come out, though, on the play. And Sconehoven just got leveled about yeah, five yards deep in the end zone. That's just, that's a, that's a missed call. Uh, <laughs> that one may wrong. be getting cut up and sent to, uh, well, I do know that the assigner of officials, uh, the the uh, official Assigner, not the assigner, but uh, the one who guides officials. He is here tonight. Don't know if he still is, but that one might be one that's talked about on Monday morning. Uh, without a doubt. I mean, that's just that's unsportsmanlike. That's a late hit. Um, and really obvious. It's going Ovens all alone in the end zone. and gets lit up five yards deep. Sconehoven, 16 carries, 129 yards, 8.1 yards on per carry with a touchdown. Tyler Reynolds, 20 carries for 83 yards. So Sconehoven, he's got a shot at becoming the all-time rushing leader at Dort before his career is over. Uh, he hasn't had over-the-top seasons, but has had very solid seasons dating back to his freshman year, and he's adding to that here this evening with 100, uh, over 100 yards. Zachman, the point after. Snap is down. Kick is up. And uh, did not get that one. That one uh, hooks to the left. And the defenders lead at 27-9. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center, 88-5. Back with more after this. 27-9, Dort leading. 432 remaining. And just uh, for Dort so far this evening, I would just call it a solid performance. We knew that big plays probably wouldn't be the rule this evening. And... You know, they've just done their job. Yeah, they have. Just, you know, I'm really impressed with what Dort's done up front in the offensive line. Um, pretty solid Waldorf Waldorf defense and, and front and linebackers. And, really, Dort's run the ball at will and, and done a great job of keeping drives alive and getting some nice runs. Waldorf will take it at the five-yard line out to the 10, to the 15. And Jackson slips and falls. And that is where Waldorf will take over. That's James Jackson, Jr. on the return, and the defenders up now. Three scores, feeling pretty good about themselves with 4.28 remaining in this contest. Now if you're Dort's defense, you just want to finish it off and finish off a solid performance here. Keep Waldorf out of the end zone and go home. Right, yeah, you, you want to you maintain this, and, and you don't want to go into next week with kind of a bad taste like – and we, sh- we should have really finished them off better. Uh, and I expect them to play well here, and hopefully they can get another turnover and get the ball back to the offense to finish this thing off. Dominguez, the quarterback. Back to pass is Dominguez. Dominguez passed over the middle, but tipped incomplete. It'll be second down and 10 on the pass after the pass falls incomplete, intended for A.J. Wiley. Well, 10 days ago, Kyle, we said, man, it feels like September. Right now it feels like October. Right? <laughs> this, this thing's accelerating. Yes, I, 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 I enjoy warm weather, Mike, and this is a little too soon to be in a, a coat up in the box. 61 degrees, winds out of the uh, east at 5 to 10 miles per hour. Back to pass. 
Dominguez for Waldorf. Pass in the flat, and good job of tackling by Jalen Placide. And I I think Jalen got the message after last week. There were some missed tackles where Kaiser was able to get significant yardage after what should have been a tackle. We have not seen that here this evening. Yeah, and and, and a smart play. You know, you, you don't want to get there too soon and get a P.I. and, and an automatic first down. Um, did a nice job of just letting the receiver catch the ball and make the play. Third down and eight for Waldorf. 349 remaining. Rolling right as Dominguez runs out of room. Pass over the middle. Incomplete. And that'll bring up fourth down, fourth down and eight. Waldorf with it at their own 19-yard line. Do you go for it here, or do you punt? I mean, if you punt, it is over. Yeah, you're, you're conceding here a little bit, and, and you don't want to make make this any worse than what it already is, and it looks like Waldorf is going to punt the ball away. They will be punting, and it is their part-time wide receiver who will be punting. That is Zach Morrill. So Morrill will be punting from inside his five. Cabongo at the 45. Ball's down on the ground. Picked up by Morrill. Morrill gets a bounce, but that's going to end up being a punt of about nine yards on the play. Dort will take over first down and ten at the Waldorf 30 with 3.37 remaining. And a first down or two here, and Dort can wrap it up. Yeah, and I got to be smart. Dort uh, keeps keep some guys may get some new guys on the field maybe uh but uh yeah you just want to get a first down and burn the clock and and finish this thing off 53 rushes tonight for the defenders 300 yards and they are in the driver's seat up 27-9 tyler reynolds has skeeb out behind him send a man in motion that's rafi Carr. reverse and there they go Carter off to the races, 20, 15, 10, and tripped up at the 10-yard line. And uh, talking with Aaron Mingo this week, he said, uh, those guys aren't real big, but they can scoot. And that time Ethan Carter very nearly takes it the distance. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah, that's that's a nice play call um, with, uh, with Waldorf punting that thing away. Probably a, a little bit uh, riskier of a play than... I'd expect to run, but good solid play and a um, little misdirection. He came up a little bit gimpy, so hopefully that's nothing serious. But I yeah. said Ethan. Go ahead. Go ahead. No. I said Ethan Carter. That's Ethan Thomas. My mistake. Still working those new players into the memory bank. Thomas, a 5'10", 190-pounder from Fort Worth, Texas, he, uh, out of Southwest Christian in Fort Worth. Dort leading 27 Two nine. Well, that's good news. Twins go final. Get back the one they gave away last night in extra innings. So, right. not bad. Well, next week, Dort football as you look ahead facing Morningside. And uh, we may as well talk a little bit about that, Kyle. Dort has played Morningside okay in the second half of games. It's those starts that have gotten them. And I don't know how you get on yep. top of that. Yeah, you know, it's... You don't want to put too much onto the Dort defense, but hey, it's reality. It's you got to play well against a really good offensive football team in the Morningside Mustangs, and that that'll keep you in a game if you can just play solid defense, not give up a lot of points early, and like you said, have always played them tough in the second half, and just get there and see what see what happens. 
Ethan, and uh, we have Ray Taronis in the ballgame for Dort. Tyler Reynolds kept that one himself. Dort leading 27-9, now facing second down and goal at the Waldorf 8. I believe that's Skonhoven in the backfield. As it gets darker, it gets more difficult for me to see the numbers. Reynolds tries to cut up field. It's going to be spun down at the six-yard line, and it'll be third down and goal with 2.33 and counting. Well, you can't just run out the clock if you're Dort. You're going to take this down now under a minute, and that'll be your third down play. Either score, kick a field, I mean, score a touchdown, kick a field goal, or try a field goal, or turn it over on downs at this point. Yeah, and you, you just keep playing football. I mean, there's yeah. still time on the clock, and uh, it's it's still Waldorf's job to keep you out of the end zone. If you score, you score, so you just keep playing ball. Jake Dodge on the left, fake the handoff. Reynolds is going to keep it, and he is brought down at the five-yard line. He hits the ground pretty hard that time, picks himself up. It's going to be fourth down. Fourth down, and they're going to try to get a field goal. Kicking for the defenders will be Brett Zachman. Zachman with three point afters. Missed on a couple of field goals. One of them hit the upright. 125 and counting. Clock continuing to move. Defenders up 27-9. Zachman, right-footed kicker. He'll kick out of the hold of Reynolds. Snap is down, kick is up, and the kick is through. And the defenders tack on three more. They take a 39 lead with 110 remaining in regulation. You're listening to Dort Football on KDCR 88.5. We'll be back with a Dort kickoff right after this. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center 88.5. Doan defeats. Concordia 17-10 in the opener of GPAC play for both of those schools. Concordia, it's their season opener for Doan. They got beat pretty soundly last week, so they bounce back with a nice victory here this evening over Concordia. 1-10 remaining. Zachman will be kicking off. And Zachman's kick, taken at the 10, out to the 15, to the 20, 25, and brought down at the 27-yard line. And he's brought down low. That's Cecil Murphy on the return. And with 104 remaining, Waldorf will take the field, trailing 39. 39, Dort leading, and... uh, Thoughts, Kyle? Yeah, get some get some guys on the field that haven't probably seen the field yet this year. Or get some experience playing in a varsity football game, hopefully, and f- finish this thing off. Bashir Jones lines up at corner for the defenders. In at running back for Waldorf, getting the carry is J.J. Harrell. He had three catches last week in the win over Briar Cliff. So 21-point lead for the defenders. Second down and eight. Dorton Waldorf. One more game. 
on the contract between these two teams. Dort makes a return trip to Forest City next year. And then we'll see if the series continues. Passes in and out of the hands of the intended receiver for Waldorf. That's Jacob Conlon. And that's going to bring up third down. And for the Waldorf quarterbacks, there have been times their wide, his, his, the wide yeah. receivers haven't helped them out. No, that's for sure. There's been a couple drops. And, uh, yeah, probably a little bit high, but definitely a catchable pass. Third down and eight. And handoff up the middle to the 40-yard line. And the carry by Waldorf's J.J. Harrell. It's enough for a first down. They'll set the chains and clock moving now. First down and 10 for Waldorf at their own 45. First and 10 at the 45. Handoff. And to the uh, 45-yard line. Tackle made by Dortz. Tanner Van Hofwagen, and that's going to be the ball game. Our final score, Dort University 30, Waldorf 9, non-conference football play. We'll be back with the Wireless World postgame wrap right after this. This is Dort Football on KDCR. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center, 88.5. The Defenders, a 21-point victory this evening over the Waldorf Warriors. And uh, Kyle Achterhoff, uh, along with myself, Mike Biker. Kyle, I went into this one, and I kept telling people this is not going to be an easy game by any stretch, especially with Dort missing some of their explosive playmakers. And uh, tonight, Dort changes, and they're able to... I don't know if uh, change their personality is the right word, but turn into a power football team on a night when they needed to be and uh, come away with a 21-point win. Yeah, when you when you lose two explosive threats uh, off of your offensive unit, you, you just want to, I don't know, redevelop a, an identity and or maybe go maybe back a little bit into what was done a little bit more last year and just pounding the ball at people and taking advantage of your good offensive line play and just playing playing a real physical football game and you know I you know coaches are going to look back at this and the last two weeks and and probably think in their minds if we'd have played that way that physical against that really good Kaiser team what would have happened um you know and you always got those ifs in your in your mind as a coach, but bottom line is you, you can't go back. You only move forward. That game is really irrelevant in terms of you know what can happen throughout the rest of the season. So you come out. There's there is great development. Um, you got a backup quarterback and and Tyler Reynolds that played a great, another really good football game after a solid half last week. Um, yeah, you got a lot of options on offense, and you get Clayberg back. You hopefully eventually get Jungling back. Um, and you saw a great development from the defensive unit. Um, just a, a totally different defensive effort tonight. What did we say last week? You're never as bad as you think you are. You're probably never as good as you think you are. Right, and, and we also talked about, you know, it was probably just little things defensively, you know, it, maybe not quite finding that receiver in your zone coverage and not quite getting there on your fits up front versus the run. And tonight 
they did those little things better, and the result obviously showed. Um, hey, yeah, they're going to look at film, and they're going to go, man, we can do this a lot better yet. And so they're they're a long ways from being the team that they can be, and they'll continue to grow next week. Not a finished product by any means, but uh, another step on the uh, trail. Week two finished. Nine more to go, and now it gets now it gets fun. It gets interesting, and this is why you this is why you get involved in athletics is competition, taking on good teams, measure yourself, see where you're at. Yeah, and you go up against yeah the defending national champions, um, and you have an opportunity to go to their place and, and and play against a great team. And you look at that as an opportunity. Um, you know, probably the. The toughest step as a program is moving from being that good football team to being that great team. Um, well, and next week's going to be a measuring stick, right? Yeah, you're going to go against one of the best in the country, and, hey, you just want to show everyone that you belong on the field with them. Kyle, it's been a pleasure again. Going to be a few weeks until I see you again, and uh, we'll be back here at that point. I believe it is Dakota Wesleyan on the schedule by the time we finally catch up and are able to work together. But, uh, again, my thanks for your insight this evening, and uh, just thanks again for your help. You've had a lot of fun being here and and watching a great game by the Dort Defenders. That's Kyle Achterhoff. And uh, let's take a look at the numbers now, the Dort Defenders. Total yards, that's where I'm going to begin. 376 to 246 for Waldorf. Waldorf, 154 yards rushing on 34 carries. Dort, 324 on 57. Dort, 4 of 8 passing, 1 interception. Waldorf, 13 of 32 passing, 3 interceptions. Individually, Levi Schoenhoven, he he totes it for Dort tonight. 16 carries, 129 yards, along a 54 and a touchdown. Tyler Reynolds, 23 carries, 86 yards, 1 touchdown. Carter Skibout off of the bench, 8 for 45, Charlie Young, 8 for 42. Reynolds, 4 of 8 passing for 52 yards. For Waldorf, Jeff Jones, the transfer from Minnesota, very concerned about him coming into the game. Dort did a pretty nice job on him defensively. 15 carries, 85 yards. 31 of them came on run rush. So other than that, you go 14 carries for 54 yards. I'll take that against a Division One transfer any day. Larry Whitfeld. Uh, 10 carries for 39 yards. Edward Dominguez, 10 for 23 passing, 60, 70 yards. Joseph Hilton, three catches, uh, three of nine passing for 25 yards. Carter Skibout, Jake Dodge, Ethan Thomas, Levi Schoenhoven, one catch each. Skibout, a catch of 23 for a touchdown. Jake Dodge, by the way, punted five times, 29.4 yards per punt. Defensively, Elliott Van Kickericks, three solos, one assist. Jalen Antonio Placide, five solos, along with Connor Bosma. Bosma also with two interceptions today. David Kakmarinski, three solos, two assists. Dort victorious this evening by a final of 30-29. Recapping Dort Athletics from today. It's been a full day. Volleyball team split. They defeated Huston Tillotson uh, 3-1 earlier. And then they played number one ranked Park this evening. They lose to Park three sets to one. Very competitive in all four of those matches sets, though. I take that as a good sign for that youthful Dort volleyball team. For the soccer team, good win for the women today. They defeated a team that's receiving votes in the poll four to two. And the Dort men get a one nothing victory over Ottawa. Ottawa put pressure on in the second half, but uh, Dort was able to hang on for that victory. I believe that's all we had for Dort Athletics then, and that's going to do it for our broadcast. Once again, it's a final. Dort University 30, 
Waldorf 9. Till next week Saturday when the defenders face the defending national champion Morningside Mustangs. For KDCR Sports, I'm Mike Biker. Good evening.